There's something out there waiting for us. And it ain't no man. ghosts like riding in elevators <laughs> i don't know why because <laughs> it lifts their spirits <laughs> god dude <laughs> wah, wah, wah. okay i got another one i got something better. all right, all right i got on something me. better i got something better what do you call a ghost chicken a ghost chicken yes uh i have no idea a poultry geist <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Woo! Cheers. I'm Wolfman Dave. And I'm the Guap Diego. What's up? What's up? Episode 85 of That Metal Podcast. So, dude, dude, that joke was so bad it made me spill my beer. I saw that. (laughs) I saw the frustration in your eyes. (laughs) I'm going to fucking choke this fucker. (laughs) A poultry geist. A poultry geist. You think they taste just as good? I don't know. It tastes kind of f- funny, I think, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like something in the movie Poltergeist. Oh, that was a piece of meat rotting, no? What was it? Or pork? A pork chop? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. So this episode is about... Uh, we're going to be dabbling or talking about different paranormal cases, incidents, different things. Uh, we're going to dip into a little bit of everything. Uh, so as to see if, uh, if people are interested and like this, we'll do other part two, part three, part four, whatever. Hopefully people do enjoy it. So we're not like, we're not going to like hardcore dive deep into each story. Mm-hmm. Um, and also if we do, that'll be like, uh, we'll give it the individual care the for that episode itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll do that instead. Um, so, if anything, I kind of want to warm things up a little bit, get the juices flowing. Ooh. Um, so, we're going to, this is what we're going to do. Like, the last time, we mentioned zombie, alternative zombies. We put kind of like zombie metal stuff that related zombie theme and stuff. We're kind of, we're kind of do the, we are kind of going to do the same thing, but a little bit, um, it'll be paranormal instead. So, I mean, these are my picks. If you guys have better songs and albums, then fucking send them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Send them our way, dude. Obviously, you don't want to because you don't email us, but you stopped, so that sucks. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you guys prefer snail mail, we'll accept letters. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, if you want to make it quick, you can email us at thatmetalpodcast, the number one, one, at gmail.com. Anyways, so I'm gonna take care of what we call a glitch in the matrix. Um, some stories that are like um, from people and on Reddit. Yeah. This one is called the phone call. Ooh. 
This is by Cue the Music 9119. That's the Redditor's name. So the phone call. We purchased a condo on Lake Michigan. My husband was moving in and I was downstate three hours away, still packing boxes. Hubby and I both had iPhones at the time. It was 2012. I called the husband to see how things were going during my call with him. Another call beeped in and it was my husband's cell phone. I jokingly told husband number one he was calling me on the other line. So I put him on hold and took the call. It was indeed my husband. He said he was on his way home and if I had plans for dinner. I said, where are you? And he said, in town. I can grab something if you want. I said, just a minute. Went back to the first hubby and told him what was going on. He said he could hear our conversation and heard his voice. That's fucking scary. Yeah, dude. I went back to the second hubby, but he was gone. Uh, the phone registered both numbers at the same time, with the second one disconnecting while I was talking to the first hubby about the conversation with second hubby. <laughs> it is 2021, and I still can't shake that call. It was that weird. I agree. So you're talking on the phone, and this dude's like hearing himself talking to his wife, but he's like on the other line. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. And he's on hold, so he can't really say anything. So he can't say anything. But the other dude was talking for him. Like, how the fuck does that even happen? I don't know, man. That's super weird. Yeah. And it's like, it says like a, like a glitch in the matrix mm-hmm. type thing. Like, I mean, was this like a whole parallel universe? That yeah, yeah. You know, it like, just matched up perfectly. You know. Yeah, like at that certain place in time, and it's just right. like he just appears at, yeah. and it's just like <laughs> he called the same number. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Okay, I have another one. I have two more stories, but one of them is going to be a, a rock and roller you guys might be interested in. Well, you probably won't be interested. Maybe quite a few will. But um, Work Loop. This is called Work Loop. And his name, the Redditor, his name is Traveler of Worlds. That's kind of strange as it is anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, <clears throat> short and sweet. Kind of like the phone call. Uh, so this actually happened last, late last year. Uh, this was written nine days ago, by the way. I was working at a food distribution warehouse. I was work. I was dropping off my final pallet at my dock to be loaded on a truck. I saw that I had one last order I overlooked, which was a single box. (laughs) Excuse me. That's not part of the story. (laughs) I drove my pallet jack back into the coolers to get this last order. When I dropped it off, I saw I had another order, which was exactly the same. It happened three more times. Once I came back for the fourth time, mm-hmm. my manager came up to me and he goes, what the fuck is going on? I looked at him and looked at the loading area and realized everyone was doing what I had done. The other drivers were dropping off single box orders like mine. He told me to go ahead and get the order again. Because once again, I had another order. While he went to check the validity of the orders, I went to retrieve my box. And when I came back, I saw that all the single orders were gone and replaced with full pallets of varying orders. My manager comes up to me and says, I'm not crazy. That fucking happened, right? I got extremely sick after that and went home for three days. 
when I came back, I uh, when I came back though, I had to find. I found out that he left. I asked why he was and was told. All he said was that everything kept repeating. Guess he was getting tired of doing the same thing day in and day out. But I knew what he was talking about. I hadn't had an experience like that since, but it's an experience I won't soon forget. So basically, everything just kept repeating itself over and over. And I mean, it was a bunch of people doing that at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, the manager's noticing and the worker's noticing. So like, I wonder why no one said it. That's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. But like, wh- like, what do you do in that sort of case? So like, well, I mean, first of all, like. Can you not just review the film and see what the fuck happened? If that is considering that they even had re- you know, yeah, cameras yeah. there, and they should. I mean, it's a loading dock. It's a warehouse. You of know, course, it should, there it has should to have be security, camera. right? It should have security. I don't know, man. The thing is, like, that's why, like, this. That's why we're, you know this episode is going to cover a lot of those weird situations, and um, you know, we're going to have creatures. We're going to have. Potentially a poltergeist activity. Um, there will be UFOs and aliens. Yeah, we're know. we're, we're going to talk about like a, a plethora. Yeah, for sure. Of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I I'm sure I'm I'm sure it'll get people interested into what's going on. Yeah, but. We might sound like conspiracy theorists. I mean, we're in no way that, but... Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> that's true. So that's the thing <laughs> is, you know, just from things that we've read, things that we've, uh, you know, quote-unquote researched or whatever, and interviews and things like that that we've seen and whatever, is based off stuff like that. <clears throat> I think at the end of the day, what ends up happening is like, who are we to not believe somebody in what they saw? Yeah. You know, this person is mentally unstable. They're on psychedelic drugs and stuff like that. Well, all right, maybe I could understand it. But we're looking at military figures when you're looking at, uh, you know, what do they call salt of the earth people who are like fucking farmers and shit like that. They're just working. Yeah. And they see weird shit out in the open. They see weird creatures. I mean, remember that one family who were supposedly attacked by werewolves, a whole fucking tribe of, like, werewolves? Yeah. And they were walking around the fucking roof. Uh, it was on Paranormal Witness, uh, uh-huh. that show. And the wife told the husband, I don't want you having your rifles in the house. You better put them away in the... So she... He fucking ended up putting them away in, like, a the garage or some other barn. And we, he didn't have access to it because the fucking things were outside, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like, you know, she'll still probably blame it on him anyways, right? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, <laughs> uh, that was a good story, by the way. That's that was, If you guys like Paranormal Witness, was probably one of the better shows out there. Uh, I don't think they come up any, come out anymore. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but they were on sci-fi. And it's just people telling their stories. Not, you know, it's not like... Ghost Hunters or what is it the other dudes? Uh, Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures where they're like dramatic and like divas and like you could okay okay Zach we know you went to film school bro. Uh, what's we, his name Zach Baggins? Zach Baggins dude yeah. yeah. A, I mean yeah. not to not to like talk shit the guy's a total jock. Yeah <laughs> yeah you could tell 
But he's a dork, also. We could tell he's a dork. But also, he's incredibly dramatic. He's, he's a theater kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, did you just touch me, bro? Did you just touch me? And then, like, he starts, like... uh, he. Why is it that he's... Pretty much the majority of the time, he's the only one that gets possessed or whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Angry. Yeah. Like, I'm so angry. Like, he's, like... He gets all, like... You know, and they're like, why are you looking at me like that? Zach, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> like, everybody like, gets all freaked out, like, and it's like... Yeah. You know, he, he gets all emotional and shit. Like, like you, you stop and think, like... uh, Like you said, like, he's a... Like, a theater kid or whatever. And it's so weird that he's the only one that gets possessed. Because he's the star of the show. Yeah, the vast majority of the times. Yeah. Aaron sometimes... It's rare, but he's like a teddy bear. He's a fucking dork. I can't. I couldn't believe him. <laughs> and then the other guy that quit. I think he got tired of Zach's BS, so he quit. The other dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, I think he ended up doing his own investigation crew. Yeah, sometimes uh, <clears throat> not to like discredit like any of those types of things, but mm-hmm. uh, when it comes down to like shows like that, mm-hmm. it's. It's a little difficult to get into when you have, like, all those types of theatrics. Yeah, there. yeah, so that's the thing, too, is, like, I know we were watch- there were some documentaries that we were watching. And just because of this dude had to fucking go artsy-fartsy all the way on every fucking thing, uh, where he would have fucking monologues in between scenes and this and this and that, and it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Show the interview. Show me the interview. Show me the fucking uh, pictures. Show me the video. Stop. No one gives a fuck about your personal narrative. Yeah. Like, fuck that. Just show us, you know, show me the money. Basically, that's what it comes down to. I don't want to hear about, yeah, we know you went to some fucking school and, for a film. That's great. But we don't want to, we don't care about that. We want to see it. The You know, we want to see the witness accounts. We want to see all that shit, you know. And that's why I get turned off about a lot of those shows. Yeah. Um, and that's why I love um, Paranormal Witness because they actually, they just stick to it. You know, they just stick to it. Yeah. But uh, let's get uh, let's move on with King Fowley from uh, deceased, and he is also in October thirty one. Um, you know he's a drummer, drummer slash vocalist. Um, so <clears throat> I moved into a ranch house, and oh by the way, this isn't all gonna be reading. This is just for right now. I'm gonna tell my some personal. Encounters. Uh, I don't know if you have any, and then, uh, well, we'll move on. From yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But really quick, I just wanted to add that because people are gonna be <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh, this is boring." No, I, sorry, I just wanna. I, I'm just you know getting the, the juices going. Hey, it's like like an audio book. Like I know, right? Turn to the next next page. Yeah, yeah. At one point, we're gonna tell you guys to flip the cassette tape over. to the next one. And then you're gonna be like, "Wait, I thought this was on my iPhone." It's like, Boom, we got you. Uh, jokes on you, glitch in the yeah. matrix. Andale. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I moved into a ranch house in about 2007. One day I was standing in front of my refrigerator looking for something to eat. I looked down and I saw a pair of feet below the kitchen door. I looked up and there was a girl standing right there in a yellow dress. And I said, what the fuck? I closed the door and she was gone. But I heard her running around the house, which wasn't very big. I looked around, but I could not find her anywhere, so I just let it go. Two weeks later, I walked through my house, and I could see the girl's reflection on the jukebox glass. 
We locked eyes through the reflection. She ran back to the spot by the kitchen door and started giggling. Then she was gone. A few weeks later, I came home on a Sunday night and my roommate was playing guitar really loud at midnight. I said, what's up? He said, dude, there's something in this house. First, something was looking at me outside my window, and then I saw something that looked like a little girl run through my door. And, oh, really, I said. Then I told them what I had seen before. Dude, you should have never told me that. He says, now I got to move out because I'm freaking out. I'm like, that's not too... I don't think that's too bad, right? So far? Yeah. Little girl? Yeah. Well, the dude was petrified. I went to bed kind of laughing because I wasn't scared of her at all. I was more just bizarre. As soon as I opened my door to go to the bathroom the next morning, she ran by me again. A week later, I was outside. I told my neighbors what I saw, and they said, Oh, that sounds like our former neighbor, Joe's daughter. He used to live in the house with her, and she had cancer and died there in her mid, in her mid, uh, in the mid-30s. And, uh, really? Uh, yep. She died there right on your couch. She had on this yellow dress, and her bangs were cut. I was freaked out. I got a hold of Joe, and, it ca- and he came over to the house. He was almost 80 years old by that point, and he said, I've got some stuff. I got some stuff in the attic. Can I go and get it? And I said, yeah, let's go. He went up to the hot attic and pointed out an old army trunk. Asked me to grab his dog tags and some old pictures. Then he said, did I ever tell you I had a daughter? Uh, no. I hadn't told him anything I had seen in the house. And he's like, yeah. And then he handed me a picture. Not only was she in the yellow dress with the same haircut that I saw her in, but she was looking right at me the way she did in the jukebox class. It was almost like she was saying, here I am, this is me. I made peace with her then and there, and I never saw her again. Dang. So, that's pretty cool, man. Uh, I think that's, there's, there's a, I think there's a, I think levels of, I think, like, let's just say paranormal activity. Or, like, entities, I right. guess. Right, yeah. I guess, you know, there's levels of, you know, some are nice, some are pranksters, some, uh, maybe it's just that, that whole situation where, and by the way, for, for all the people who are, who are like avid ghost hunters and things like that, um, you know, we don't have any tools of that nature that we don't have any, you know, the spare box. We don't have any of that stuff. We don't dabble into that. We don't ghost hunt or anything like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. But we do just kind of like are very interested in stuff like that and, and, and the paranormal uh, I, I mean, so that's why we're talking about it, right? Yeah. So we're not like experts on anything. No. Nah, I, I, I just want to make it clear that we're not experts. We're just talking about stuff. Cases and things that we know that are out there that are... First of all, there's so many fucking questions surrounding all, all the cases. All of them that we're going to talk about today. And they're weird. Yeah. They're weird. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. So like, like you were saying, like we're just like the next person it's like super fascinating right. uh like reading about this stuff and yes. looking into this sort of stuff and getting sucked into the rabbit holes once you start like reading into all this stuff i'll say this me um i'm the type of person that's uh i won't believe it till i see it like a skeptic yeah like i'm like okay so i've never seen uh a UFO before. But that doesn't 
that doesn't mean that they're not real. They might be real. But me personally, like, unless I don't experience it, I'm not really going to fully believe it. But I'm not, if someone comes to me and tells me, I saw a UFO and this is what happened, I'll be super interested and super fascinated because it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I can't just call this person crazy or I can't just be like, you're dumb and stuff like that. We're just like the next people that um, I'm sure there's people listening that are probably the same way and just be like, right. dude, I'm super interested in that stuff. And uh, it's fascinating to them. They're great yeah. stories. They're great things to tell. And yeah. and a lot of questions arise. A lot of questions yeah. arise. Like, what if, like, when certain things happen, like, how did that happen? Why did that happen? You know? Are we alone? Yeah, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It, it all comes up, you know? But, and I think a lot of that's going to come up, like, as we talk about everything here. Yeah. I agree. And, and you know, I became interested in a lot of this stuff because things started happening to me, you know, back yeah. at my parents' house. So, you know, um, you know, I'll, I'll talk about a few things that happened, a few cases, actually, or a few situations um, that I remember just because there's been a lot of different things that have happened. Um, and again, nothing crazy. Thankfully, mm-hmm. nothing crazy. Um, you know, my parents were still in denial. They're still there at that same house. And they're like, no, there's nothing here. You're crazy, you know. Um, but you know, my sister and I, and my nephew, you know, and my other nephews, uh, we've experienced things. Mm-hmm. So, and other people that I know. So one case in particular, and, um, I was with someone, um, uh, like, uh, someone from my past, an ex, and we were just laid down and we were just kind of. I thought she was asleep, and she thought I was asleep, just laying down, right? And the morning, it was the morning, early morning, I don't know, maybe between 8 and 10. And you just heard something like a voice in the corner, and it sounded like a little girl, or two or two, or two of them. And it said, um, she said something like, do you think you could see us or hear us? Something like that. But it was a question. Yeah. And it was just like, just loud enough that you could hear. And I was like, did you fucking hear that? And then she was like, yeah, I fucking heard that. (laughs) (laughs) We were just like, what the fuck was that? Because that was it. Like, you you didn't hear anything else. This is really bizarre. Yeah. It was really fucking bizarre. You should have responded. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, I know, right? Uh, Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't know, probably just being like, oh, freaking out. They're probably like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're probably freaking out, too. But, you know, one of the situations, too, where, you know, stay, she stayed overnight or whatever, and uh, I was listening to music. In fact, I was listening to to Beast Milk, um, uh, and they had that badass album called Climax, which is yeah. kind of like a, a throwback to the 80s, you know, uh, The Cure, stuff like that. The, the cult and uh i was just like i had just found it i had just you know torrented or whatever the fuck you want to call it <laughs> and uh you know allegedly and uh yeah she comes back and she like you know smacks me and she's like hey you know what the hell why were you trying to open the door and i was like no i wasn't i was just sitting right here like i was just uh i've been listening to the music i'm just drinking my beer 
And I was like, and first of all, if anybody knows me, I'm not a jokester like that. I don't play pranks on anybody uh, because I just don't. That's not the way I am. I don't play pranks on anybody. I've yeah. never done that. Not your style. Just tell terrible jokes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, it happened twice, apparently, to her. Yeah, you yeah. Know, where someone just kept trying to open the door, forcefully open the door. And ugly, you know. And so I went downstairs, asked my dad, hey, did you go upstairs right now? And he's like, nope. He's like, I've been right here the whole time. I'm like, all right, cool. So, I mean, if it wasn't him, I don't know what the fuck that was then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there was an, a situation where I saw something walk past up on the first floor. So it's a two-story house. I was on the second floor bathroom. The window was open, so you could see the roof of the first floor. And you could see outside kind of the backyard a little bit, a little silhouette. But the sun was setting. And I saw somebody walk by. Yeah. You could hear the footsteps, and you see a silhouette. This shouldn't have happened because nobody was upstairs. Uh, my dad was downstairs. No one, no one should have been on the roof, whatever. But so that freaked me out. I fucking slammed the fucking the window, and it happened again. But that the next time it happened, it was in the middle of the night. It was like two, three in the morning when I saw the same fucking figure just walk right past. So that always scared the shit out of me, just like walking and just being peeing and just seeing a, the silhouette of like you know a person walk by. It was really bizarre, dude. Like that 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 was bizarre. That was weird. Yeah, dang. Um, there was another situation where it was pretty. That was kind of funny. It got me. I was taking a crap, you know. <laughs> uh, my parents were gone. I was, I came home to to do laundry. Yeah, I just I came to visit the laundry, but they were already leaving, so they left. They weren't there, and if they have, uh, you know, like how there's two doors here, the, yeah, yeah, the, the gate, the door. gate door, and the, the 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 wooden door. Well, they have two, but they're fucking heavy. They're huge, and they always put up all four locks. And in fact, there is a fifth with the chain. So anytime someone comes home, um, you could hear all the doors you know you could hear all the locks or whatever or sometimes even had the chain they would get pissed because they were like open the fucking door because you know because they couldn't open the chain yeah yeah, anyways anyways what i'm saying is i could have heard somebody come in taking a crap washing my clothes my dog had already passed away the, the the one that was always inside mamas she was always following me everywhere the doors were closed downstairs. I hadn't gone outside to the backyard yet. So the dogs that were outside, I hadn't visited them yet. Everything was locked and closed. So I'm taking a shit. And all you hear is... Bah! On the fucking door, dude. On the bathroom door. Yeah. Loud, hard, aggressive. That sounds like a heavy metal song. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure we're listening to Motorhead? Uh, dude, it was fucking loud, man. Yeah, yeah. It was loud. And that, I mean, I was like, oh, shit. That's it. This is how I'm going to die. I'm going to die in the bathroom. Taking a poop. You know, that's it. This is it. And I'm like, I got whatever I could. I think I got like a toothbrush or some shit. <laughs> Something to protect myself. Man, I'm going to really brush I'm your brush teeth. I'm going to brush your teeth, bro. I'm going to brush hard. it so good. And um, <laughs> I just, I put my phone to like 911 just in case. You know what I mean? And dude, I went nothing. I found nothing. Uh, nothing was in the house. 
it was fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dang. Uh, well, I mean, it's a good thing that you were sitting on the toilet and it literally yeah. scared the shit out of you. Yeah, scared the shit out of you. Yeah, dude. And uh, it happened twice. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, a second situation, same thing, but I was house sitting for them and I was uh, in the living room area. I had my little game station set up, you know, a little TV and PlayStation and whatever. Uh, the wall that has the couch in the living room um, actually face is the, on the other side is their washer dryer room. Yeah. And that's where it came from. The other loud mm. bang came from there. And I was like, dude, I'm a home. I'm home alone, man. It's like 11 at night. What the fuck was that? It was the it was the the wall. Yeah, know? yeah. So that was uh, you know the other situation that had happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dang. And you know a bunch of other times when I was in high school, always saw shadow figures and shit like that in the hallway. Nothing ever came from that. Never saw anything um, else. Um, some shadow people. Yeah, my my brother saw some too, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, those those were weird situations. Uh, I think probably the one that, you know, my sister would hear like a little girl singing, and she would always hear like footsteps upstairs when no one was up there. Like, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be home. Yeah, man. You know, that damn that's that's crazy. I don't I don't have like crazy, like anything like that. But I did have like one semi experience. Yeah. I want to say semi because I don't know how like how to explain it yeah like it's super weird so there was what was this like back in uh 2011 2011 uh i was working at um the shoe store journeys oh yeah 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 yeah. but i was working on the west side yeah and i live lower valley Mm -hmm. of el paso so there two Opposite ends. Opposite ends of the city. Um, Ooh, so that's like 30 minute drive at least. Yeah, pretty much like 30 minutes. It's basically at the end of the one end of the city, you know, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I was working on the west side at the mall over there. And uh, this is a Black Friday. So my schedule was set up. I had to work Black Friday, which is I go in at 12 and I get off at like 5 a.m. Or I went in at like 11.30 to like prep or stuff like that. Right. And I got off at 5 a.m. And then I had to go back into work at 12 p.m. So all I had was that short time. You know, I was like, damn. So a few hours gap. Yeah. So I, uh, in order to prevent from me having to drive all the way back home and then just get a couple hours of sleep and then have to drive all the way back. I called up one of my friends who lives on that side of town, and I told him, hey, dude, this is my schedule for Black Friday. Is it cool if I spend a night? And he's like, yeah, dude, uh, for sure. I work. I don't have to do the, the Black Friday shift, but I do have to go in at 6 a.m. Uh, he's working at GameStop to go do whatever he had to do. Yeah. So whatever stuff, fix up some stuff or... Whatever, I was like, all right, cool. So, after my shift, uh, it was like 5 a.m., I went over to his house, and he opened the door, and at the time, he was dating some girl. Uh, and he's like, yeah, dude, here, you could sleep on the couch. I was like, cool. Uh, and he's like, all right, dude, I'm going to go to sleep, because I got I to gotta wake up in like two hours or an hour. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, so then, 
I was on his couch, and then I was, like, laying there. I wasn't, like, asleep yet. And I hear him get up, and I hear him, like, go to the restroom, brush his teeth, all the good stuff, go into the, into the kitchen and open the fridge, all that stuff. You're getting ready for work. And I hear him leave, and I hear him close the door. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, like, dozing off. And then his girlfriend is asleep in the room. And then all I hear, like, you know, like, you're in that haze where you're, like, half asleep but still awake at the same time? Yeah. I, he has, like, carpet. And I started hearing, like, little walks, like. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I hear it again. I was just like. Yeah. Like, just, like, someone was just walking really hard on the carpet. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in my in my head, I'm just thinking, like, what the fuck what, is that what, noise? What, like, yeah. uh, someone's like walking like really fast on the yeah. on the car, not like running, but it's just like you're in a like yeah. r- rushing. And I was just like, what the fuck? That's crazy. And 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 I was like laying on the couch, and I had my eyes closed. And you know that sensation you get when like someone is like watching you, uh-huh. dude. I felt it come straight up to my nose. I felt it, like I felt the presence yeah. in front of my face, and I was you like, f- "It's it's it's there." You, you feel, feel it. Yeah, you you feel, feel it. it. Like yeah. I know there's people that have felt it. Yes. And I was like, "Motherfucker, do not open your fucking eyes. Do not open your fucking yeah. eyes. You open them, you're dead, dude." Yeah, dude yeah. And then it went away, like I didn't feel that presence anymore. And then. Oof. I fell asleep. Damn, dude. So then this dude gets back, and, I, and then I wake up. Uh, it was just like, I want to say like 11 in the morning or some shit, like right before I had to go into my ship. Yeah. And he, he comes back home, and he's like, yo, what's up, dude? Like, And it was like, you know, it was Black Friday, so it was Thanksgiving, and he's like, dude, you want some pumpkin pie? <laughs> and I was like... Nah, dude, I'm good. He's like, are you sure, dude? Like, some pumpkin pie before you go. And I was like, nah, dude, but... Hey, man, uh, his girlfriend's name was Ashley. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, man, does Ash have to... Dude, does she have, a, like, a shift or anything? And she's like, nah, dude, Ash is dead asleep. And I was like, dude, for real, because... Honestly, dude, I, I, heard the, I heard this noise. Like, someone kept walking, like, on your carpet, like, super fast. And he's like, oh, yeah, dude, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, and I, just, and I just looked at him. And I don't know why. I didn't bother to ask any more questions. Whoa. I just kind of left it at like, hmm. okay. Like, I'll just leave that one alone. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to get into like, what is it? <laughs> yeah. or, or what could it be? Yeah. He was just like, yeah, dude, it happens. <laughs> eating a pumpkin pie dude yeah and i was just like all right he was so casual about it. i was like all right dude i'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to work i mean if you sh- if he ain't worried you shouldn't be worried too. yeah 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 but it's just like <laughs> what the hell dude that, that's like it was just one of those things where like all right i'm just not gonna ask any more questions like yeah. it's done there like what happened happened and yeah. that's it that's fucking crazy, dude. But it was just super weird, like, how it happened. And that's, like, the only experience that I've ever had 
close to anything paranormal or anything in that sort of sense. Like, who knows what it was? Maybe it was just... I mean, it, it, we can chalk it up to possible, right? Possibility. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It was super weird, though. Yeah. And that's why, like... But, you know... Don't open your eyes. Yeah, Good yeah. Job, it's like... <laughs> Just stay there. What if it was like one of those sleep paralysis type things? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're dude. just like, don't yeah. do it, guy. Yeah. You can open your ears, you're gonna see that shadow person just. Or like Pee Wee Herman, just like. <laughs> <laughs> He's all jerking up. Yeah. Dude, imagine you open it, like, like for the longest time, it just does not shut up. <laughs> like, Both you guys go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to call fucking D. Snyder. You got a bird in hell. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Pee Wee, is it Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Pee Wee's Big Adventure. All right. Uh, <laughs> also, wanted, I didn't want to forget. I even wrote in the notes. Okay, so my nephew Paul. Yeah. I believe he was in high school during this time, or it could have been middle school. Um, this was several years ago. Less than 10, I would say. And um, <clears throat> I wasn't home, I don't know. But this is his story, basically. So he was cleaning up, you know, he would help uh, my, my mama, my, which is his grandma, right? And he'd help out and clean uh, the living room, you know, dust stuff and vacuum and whatnot. And um, this particular day, he was actually cleaning the glass and, you know, Windex and all the, the, the works. So when he went to go put stuff down on the floor, he saw a pair of legs. With, like, this old, I believe it was, like, those old, like, grandpa, old man pants. Those brown ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those old ones. And he saw the figure. He saw the person. He started looking up, and then he freaked out. He started screaming. That wasn't there anymore. Disappeared. This person disappeared. You know, we used to, we used to say that there was a guy that lived there at the house. That his name was Antonio. And we would hear snoring under the bed and shit like that. When we're when I was a young kid and my siblings were a lot older than me. I was I'm the youngest one. But I'm like far apart the youngest one. I think I'm like seven years apart from my brother, you know. <clears throat> and um which makes a difference and you know, I'm a little kid, he's already a teenager. But you could hear, you know, you know, those stories as as a kid that would always be telling them. So we, we think, because he started screaming, my nephew Paul started screaming for his, his brother, uh, uh, Chris, which is, uh, uh, if you guys remember, I had him on the podcast, right at 10. He's in Hawaii. How nice. <laughs> Guess what, man? Sold out show. I think he had two sold out shows out there in Dang, Hawaii. that's nice, man. Yeah. Just chilling in Dude, the Dude, he had a beautiful beachside view, like the hotel. Um, so good for him, but yeah, yeah. good for him. Right, yeah. ten, take us on a ride over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. no shit. Um, but yeah, he had a great uh, uh, hotel. But if you guys want to listen to that podcast, I forgot which episode. It's like forty or fifty something. I'm not sure, but it's in there. Um, call Paul, 
ended up calling for him like hey like something's wrong like Chris like help like yeah. and, and, and you know he knew automatically something's wrong Paul doesn't ever yell like that what the fuck happened you know and so you know he went he was scared and I think they called my sister because she was I, she probably was at work or something and oh man he was terrified dude dang and we had never none of us have ever experienced that person like that before but we suspected it was him because he was the only one that guy was an older man was the previous owner we believe who died in my parents room before they bought the house yeah so we think we we think that it could have been him but it was one of those weird cases where you know it's never happened again but just enough man just see the legs and shit and then when you're like fucking freak out the rest of the whole body just disappears you know? yeah, yeah. it's just like whoa what the fuck um so yeah there's those are some of the personal those are my, some of my personal ones i like yours because that's um you can't really tell if it was like i mean if this dude was saying that oh yeah it happens then i'll believe him that it does happen yeah you know, shit like that does happen and i and i believe it like in terms of uh um Everybody has their own little weird tales and their stories and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, you know. So I kind of I kind of want to message him and be like, "Yo, dude, do you remember this time and I told yeah. you about this?" To see what he tells me. Right, and you know, I mean, the thing too is like, for example, uh, one of my friends, uh, Robbie, his BFF uh, Daniel, they both live in Austin. You know, I had asked him for, for I mean, I asked member on on Facebook and on social media, like, hey, if anybody has any crazy stories email us or tell us yeah write it in and uh, write it in or just kind of like um, just you know email it or even record it record it on audio and then send it to us uh, mp3 but unfortunately uh, I know I had Daniel Daniel uh, he responded but he <laughs> I couldn't use his I, I'm sorry Danny I couldn't use your your recording, dude. You rambled too much, man. Like, it was too... Like, the story was great, but it just kept going in different places. Yeah. So, I was like, ah, I can't use this. I was getting frustrated because I was like, how can I edit? You know, how can I make it work and edit it and whatever? But uh, I think maybe when we get to a full-blown episode, maybe he can call in or we can Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have that'll him say his own be, story. Yeah, that'll, right. be, that'll probably be better. So, my bad, Danny. Next time, we'll get you, brother. Uh, and then you guys, you know, Robbie, I know Robbie, he has some, some crazy stories he wants to tell too. So that'd be pretty cool. By the way, uh, we have, well, the train, you got another train coming, coming. <laughs> um, and that wasn't so bad. No, that was a, I think that could have been Amtrak or the Amtrak ones are fucking quick, dude. Like stupid fast, man. Uh, anyways, sorry. <laughs> we didn't hear. We're not here to talk about trains, and we don't want to hear you talk about trains, man. A locomotives, bro. All right, we're gonna get to paranormal albums. Um, stuff to do with paranormal. The uh, paranormal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, okay, okay. Things in that nature. Yeah, yeah. Lead uh, on me. Lead on me. The first right. one you got. So we're gonna do number one. Ghost. <laughs> Just kidding. Fuck those putos, man. Dude, I was like, 
What ghost? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, fuck them. Um, ignore. That's like a record scratch right I know. there. Yeah, that's like sure. ghost. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, but seriously, hypocrisy. 1996 abducted. 2013's end of disclosure. I mean, come on, look at that name with that end of disclosure. You got it there. And obviously, the 2004, the arrival, which literally you have your alien homies on the cover. You know, they're they're taking over this. Yeah, day. yeah. It's like we've arrived. Yes, with a Russian accent. We have arrived. Um, that was terrible. But <laughs> like, I don't know what kind of Russian a, accent was that. <laughs> this is a perfect. Uh, band, I think, number one overall, I think, in terms of UFOs and aliens, because Peter's just uh, obsessed with that kind of shit, and, and he's all, you know, like, that's, that's been his spiel, his thing the whole time. So, number one, hypocrisy. Uh, number two, a little too obvious, UFO, the band UFO, specifically 1974's Phenomenon. And I believe the girl is pointing like at a fucking UFO on the cover of that one. <laughs> so that one makes sense. But you tell us number three, which is actually number four, but kind of uh, shake it up. Number three was supposed to be number four. So uh, what do we got next after UFO? Yes. It kind of rhymes. It sure does. Number three is supposed to be that's, number that's four. That's paranormal, dude. <laughs> oh it was supposed hey, to Dave. be UFO. You're paranormal. <laughs> God, dude. Fucking I don't even want to talk about that. That was lame. Uh, we got King Diamond. Yeah. You know. 1987's Abigail. 1988's Them. We got some good uh, weirdness going on with the you know ghosts. Um Real ghosts and shit like that. King Diamond's uh, such a fucking great dude, and uh, you know I saw a couple. I saw an interview with him and that fucking guy that I hate, Sam Dunn from Banger TV, and uh, the poser, Mastodon, bro. It's all about Mastodon. <laughs> Anyways, it's been a minute since I talked shit about him, huh? Yeah, I used to talk shit about him all the time. Anyways, and. And King Diamond was all like, you know, he's a cool dude. He's a cool. He's a great storyteller. Yeah. And, you know, he's, you know, supposedly that he's experienced a lot of different things and stuff like that. But, you know, definitely a great, uh, I would say, ghost type thing. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So King Diamond, uh, Abigail, and, and them. What do we got next? We got next. We got uh, Opus Ghost. Reveries. Is that how you say it? Reveries? Revelries, yeah. Uh, I can't say a lot of things when I'm drinking, and not necessarily because I told you because you're drunk. Who knows, man? I just can't say it. I've never been able... Look, I've I've never been able to say rural (laughs) correctly, and I guess I can't say revelries. Right? It sounds like... What's his name from... um, uh, uh, That movie where... The soldiers are trying not to laugh. Which one? And then he's like, uh, he says something about, was it, it's, it's a, it's a, is it history of the world? I don't know, and but. And he sucks in W's, like, like, 
You're gonna have to look that one yeah, up. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look that up, dude. Let me see. Okay, actually, I think I found. I think I found it, dude. <laughs> all so right, let's see all if right. we can hear it. Oh, wait a minute. Commercial. Ads. We don't want that. <laughs> no, we don't want ads. God, they get in the way of everything. I know, man. But it's free. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's a small price. Price you pay. So here it is. That guy. Throw him to the floor. <laughs> now, what is your name, Jew? Brian, sir. Brian, eh? Why? No, no, Brian. <laughs> the little rascal has spirit. Has water. Spirit? Yes, he did, sir. He doesn't understand them. <laughs> Brilliant. Sir, you dare to wait us? To what, sir? Strike him, St. Julian! Last one we said was Opeth, Ghost, Reveries. Reveries. So, yeah, I feel like that dude, the... Strike him! Um, <laughs> so, we have a good here. We have a good one here. Wasp, Animal, uh, 1984. Fuck Like a Beast, specifically. Yeah. Fuck Like a Beast. Okay, anyways. Uh, that one's a great song. Tipper Gore does not agree. Oh, no. Um... But we got our creatures with that one right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, creatures of the night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hello. Kiss. Um, final. Uh, we got we got another one here. We got Clutch, mm-hmm. which we have. You have a story about that. That was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have 1980, uh, 1998, The Elephant Riders, specifically the song called The Yeti. I could only do Blast Tyrant. That's the only album that I really enjoy from Clutch. Yeah. Uh, it's perfect. It's a really perfect album. Yeah. Uh, I know you were... I, dude, I, I cannot stand Clutch. For some reason, I just... I just can't do it, man. Like, I listen to him and I'm just... Oh, God. Like, just do not play Clutch. You know, for the first... Because I had never heard anything else before that Blast Tyrant album. Yeah. When I started exploring everything else... I was like, yeah, they suck. Everything else sucks. Dude, so bad. I yeah. don't know. I mean, 
I've never, to be honest, I've never really heard anyone say that they're a Clutch fan. Yeah. Yeah. But I saw them, uh, Sounds of the Underground, 2005, I think. Mm-hmm. And the Calisthenia, it, it was a mixed tour. Tons of bands. Um, bands like Devil Driver, Matterball, Terror, Throwdown, Gwar, Opeth, All That Remains, Unearth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's super mixed. Yeah, yeah. Um, Unearth, who else was there? Did you say Lamb of God already? Yeah, Lamb of God was the headliner. Poison the Well. Uh, Clutch, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, damn. And there there was more. Like, there was many more. And, yeah, dude, it was one of those things. Like, yeah, I joined the show, whatever. And then uh, Clutch started playing. Dude, it was the most boring, boring <laughs> set I've ever witnessed. Oh, man. Like, it was just so boring. Like, yeah, I just yeah. could not do it. Yeah. Like, I had to go sit down somewhere. I had to go, like... I, I stayed in line to go get a signature from another band or something like that. Maybe, <laughs> like... I'm always, like, I'm always those types of people that's convinced. Like, okay, maybe I don't like their music when I'm listening to them on, like, CD. Right, right. But when I see them live, they can convince me because they throw on a great live show. And sometimes people, that could be different, yeah. yeah. Sometimes people get convinced by that. It's like, holy shit, they're so great live. And right. then you go back and listen to your music, and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's good. Like right. now, listen to it again. Except there wasn't. Yeah, like Clutch, dude. They definitely like put the gear like uh, back onto the f- first first gear, dude. Like I just could not get into them. I'm just yeah. I enjoyed... I actually got to see them because they opened up... Or they were headliners. Yeah, Devin Townsend was the opener. And they they were the headliners. It Clutch was, was. Yeah, and it was at uh, San Antonio. I went to go see them uh, several years ago. About five years ago. Yeah. And it was it was a good show. Yeah, De- yeah, yeah. Devin had to leave early, though, because he started getting sick. Or his, throat, okay. his throat started giving out. I was with Josh and Robbie. And yeah, it was it was a cool, it was a cool uh, five songs that Devin played, and then he had to like stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Clutch came in. Clutch was like, you know, it was all right. We started getting kind of bored, and then we just left early. So they didn't come in Clutch. That <laughs> no, sir. Uh, they're they're a band that I think I need to be in the mood in to yeah. to to enjoy, uh, which apparently is not all the time. So, <laughs> but I don't hate them um i feel like if they're on at the bar it's fine yeah it's it's your typical you know black sabbath worship but rock and roll with like southern type shit going on you know i think they're from um is it maine i think they're from baltimore i believe i don't know or not maine but you know they have supposedly a lot of like Southern type of uh, mm-hmm. of influence, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, sure. if you're if you're not a big fan of of Southern stuff like that, then it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be for you, man. Uh, so that's why I said I have to be in the mood for that shit. Sometimes I enjoy it, sometimes I don't. But that Blast Tyrant album, yeah, for sure, I enjoy that fucking album. Yeah, for sure, that one is great. And 
It's probably one of the more different ones that they've done. Um, <clears throat> if he, in fact, they played like an acoustic song on like The Walking Dead or some shit. Oh, okay. And that's okay, what made him blow up, I think. On The Walking Dead, like they've been around for so long and yeah. that song on The Walking Dead made him blow up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they came out, what, like mid-early 90s? Yeah, dude. <clears throat> yeah, they've been around for a while, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have, they've had their followers, you know, they have their followers. Yeah, they have their, their followers that are like clutch fanatics mm-hmm. but nah I'm just not that person. I mean I could see it that's what I'm saying I'm not like I'm not like shocked like really dude really like, <laughs> yeah yeah I'm like it's I, the vast majority of the people who I've talked to when I bring them up automatically are like oh those guys suck or I can't it, stand them like, yeah it's, it's either you love them or you hate yeah. them yes there's no in between and I've heard more people not like them yeah so that's kind of crazy. Uh, this, uh, that's one win for us. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny, dude. All right. So this last band, uh, they're called... Uh, there's a black uh, black death metal band. They're called Elor Sith. Elor Sith. 2014. The EP called 1959, which is literally about one of the cases that we're going to be talking about, which is a Dilatov incident. Straight up talks about that. So that's uh, that's some of our, our picks for paranormal albums. Yes. Uh, we got, well, songs, paranormal albums, whatever. So Hypocrisy, UFO, King Diamond, Opeth, Wasp, Clutch, Elor Sith. Elor, Elor Sith. Yeah. They, they, so that that thing's about the Dilltale Pass incident, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, that's super crazy, man. Yeah, that, it's a that... concept album and that, um, whole, that whole story is kind of weird. Th- okay, so we're going to get to that in a moment. So, I think the most interesting thing that I want to talk about, and we're going to, we want to, let's just get right into it, right? Yeah. So, there was a, an Amazon Prime documentary called, uh, I think it was called uh, The Haunting of Dice, The Haunting on Dice Road. Uh Hell House or something like that. Yeah, and it's basically out in uh, in Saginaw, Michigan, uh, in uh, this Merrill. I think it's called Merrill County or Merrill is the town, and it's this house that's on Dice Road. That's basically what it's known as. In uh, this it's this situation or this whole case is very interesting. I thought was simply because law enforcement was heavily involved with this case. Yeah. You're looking at not only law enforcement, but the, uh, the electric company, the, you know, what else? The, the water company, the sheriffs, the local PD, the state troopers, they all became involved and wanted to research and help and study. At one point, you got... I forgot which uh, college it was that they got involved in it. Um, was it BYU? No, Duke University became involved in this whole fucking thing. Okay. So why was it? Why was it interesting? So these are some small things that people saw there, experienced there, and um, you know they saw shadow figures. They saw. Oh, hold on, hold on. What else? 
the the most well i would say the most what do you call it prominent yeah issue was the fucking knocking on the house oh yeah 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 yeah. and that was knocking and knocking and knocking in fact it actually broke out one of the windows um and the glass shattered inside so it was from the outside in that's what they figured yeah yeah um and they kept knocking and knocking. And it was just like fucking heavy fucking knocking from the outside. And so the owner, um, I forgot his name. The P- Pomeranians. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Pomeranians. So yeah, yeah. the son and the dad would always call the cops. And the son was around 19 at yeah, that time. They had like a... I remember the they thought it was someone because they had like a yeah. business. So, uh, it was a farm. Yeah, yeah. So it was a farm, and then they had like a barn in the back, and then it was the house itself. Yeah. yeah they had some sort of uh, some sort of business. Uh, didn't you say something about blueberries or something? Like yeah, that? yeah, something like that. Uh, so it was like some sort of a business that he would he hire people or not the son, and basically you know run the farm and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I think you, I think. What they were thinking was that it was someone that they didn't hire, hire or they something like that. that yeah, they didn't some, hire and he was pissed. Yeah, some kid, somebody was like, yeah, you know, like fuck you guys and why did you hire me and and, and sort of weird situation, right? Um, and so what I found was like, I'm like, all right, because I'm watching the, the the documentary, and again, that dude, you know, Prozac, he calls himself. He has the Zach. Baggins bug of like it was a dark and mystery night and you know kind of like super artsy fartsy yeah yeah super artsy fartsy to the point where it gets incredibly annoying you just want to hear the interviews you just want to see the audio or hear the pictures see the pictures you hear the audio you just want to see the video you know what I mean like you don't want to hear him doing his private investigation but they did their investigation of the house as well which apparently they had done a great job because different viewers and stuff like that saying that it's it was legit and whatnot. It was annoying for me, but anyways, that's not the that's not what we're talking about. Um. So the so the PD the law enforcement they probably visited over a hundred times easily, and each time they would do a fucking report, and it was like we could hear things. But we couldn't explain it. And just, it was in the reports, you know, like all the time. Like they heard it themselves. They were inside the house. They could hear shit. Everyone was in the same room. No, there was nobody else that was that, uh, that, that wasn't accounted for. So it couldn't have been his brother. It couldn't have been the mom. So it was just basically the parents and the two brothers. Yeah. So they were all in the house. They were all together in the living room or kitchen together when things would happen. Um, one of the, 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 I think the craziest, um, I guess, nah, it, one of the instances was that the captain uh, of the police department went over with his family. Mm-hmm. He didn't tell the Pomeranians that he was in, I know it's a funny name, but he didn't tell the, the, the family that he was going to have a stakeout. So he had law enforcement officers all around surrounding the house, outside in the street, and they were just watching the house like hawks just to see if anybody or anything knocked or whatever. They were yeah, just yeah. watching. He didn't tell the family that. He just said, I'm going to pay you a visit. So he pays them a visit. 
he actually ends up bringing his wife and his kids to kind of make it seem a little bit more low profile. Yeah, yeah. Just to visit. A little more authentic. Yeah, a little more authentic. He's I care, you know, which yeah. he probably did. But yeah. I'm not saying that. It was just, just to give off more of that vibe. And what was what the the craziest shit was that they were gonna leave, and then all of a sudden you're hearing in the front door, bat 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 bat. The front door, it's just banging and banging and banging. So he radios, <laughs> come in radio. <laughs> uh, oh, stop calling me radio. Anyways, so the <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> so call me radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, super troopers. All right, so. They're like, there's no one outside. There's nobody outside. And he's like, what? And, but they told him, we could hear the knocking from your radio inside. Oh, shit. But we, but they couldn't see anything on the outside. Yeah. So this is why it was like, whoa, dude, like, what the fuck is going on, right? So now one of the theories was the son was saying that. Um, about a month or two prior to that, all the knocking and crazy stuff, because they got progressively worse. We'll get to that in a moment. Was that supposedly a lady moved in next door? Uh, which, if you're no farmlands, next door doesn't necessarily mean like ten feet away. They they're probably, you know, maybe a hundred yards or so. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A farm. It's farmland. You know, um, it's she moved in. Hey, she's their neighbor. She moved in. She came in and she approached them and she asked the the dad, you know, do you want to sell your house? Do you, you know, is it, a, you know, how do you feel about that? And he's like, no, I don't want to fucking sell my house. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that was that. She left. She stopped being nice. Because she was being nice at that point. So what ended up happening is... Uh, you know, people were talking, you know, they knew her around town. They, they would say things that, oh, that she would say that she's a self-proclaimed witch and this and this and that. And so there was some sort of mystery because as soon as that happened, very shortly, that's when all the knockings and yeah. weird things started happening in the house. So they, they feel like maybe there's some sort of curse. She did something to them. Maybe. To maybe try to scare them to leave. Um, the- so... From what that that in itself, like I remember that part. Yeah. Um, I remember they're like, "Well, why why do you ask if I want to sell my house?" Like, I mean, yeah, for real, they just moved in. Right. Yeah, that, that's a, that's the first thing I thought about. I'm like, man, you just moved in. Why would you want to like? Yeah. Buy and, this dude's house now. And like, yeah, like you said, um, that she'll go around like to town and stuff like that. Talk, talk to people. Yeah, and then there's uh, one of those stories where. Uh, they're saying that there they would like burn their trash. Right. They would oh, burn their trash. That was creepy. Yeah. And then he says, it's weird because we would burn our trash, like, you know, um, to get rid of it, obviously. And that one night, or not one night, that one day it was pouring, pouring rain. What else is it going to be pouring? You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Cats and dogs. It, it, was, it was just raining. It was just raining. And they see this lady outside, like in... They said that they used to burn like their their trash in like, what is it like one of those metal tub type things? They were like barrels, I think. Yeah, yeah, like barrels, and they saw her and she was burning. She had a fire going on, like burning her trash, and they're just like, 
how the hell is she have fire going on right now when it's raining right like yeah. it's raining like, like hard rain heavily rain yeah not, not El Paso rain real rain like heavy like the yeah. burbs rain. yeah like heavy and it's rain. just like how is she doing that they did that she had like that she was like doing things too with like her hands yeah she would make movements and hand movements yeah and she was out there in the rain and she had the fire going on yeah. and they're just like baffled right as to what how the heck she was doing that yeah, and I, that I don't understand either. That's fucking crazy. Um, so, so one of the fame, one of the I guess more famous activities, uh, paranormal activities in the house, was the uh, they would have law enforcement officers, police, stay over to monitor the house because things started getting kind of out of hand, and we'll. Again, we'll get to that in a moment. Um, so all of a sudden, they're they're just hanging out in the living room. The son, the dad, and I think it was two, one or two police officers on the couch. And they had one of those small, you know, old school clocks that was just there on the table. And they all see this. They're all looking at it. It gets up. It's levitating. Made its way across the room. Went Towards the dad. The dad thought it was going to hit him. He, he puts his hands up. It goes around his head. Around the other side. And goes right back across to where it, where it was. on the It was on the table or something. It placed itself back there. like Just like nothing. Yeah, yeah. They all saw this. I don't know if that officer was like... I know they all wanted to be anonymous. And they all wanted to be, you know... They didn't want to come out say that they saw anything or whatever. That was one of the more, you know, unexplainable things that happened there. Um, one incident that I know you had, you said that was funny, that you thought you felt it was funny, was the pillow situation. So I don't know right now if you want to tell the the <laughs> tell the pillow situation. Uh, did you read? Well, did you hear that part? I didn't actually. Okay. I didn't actually. So the pillow part, which was pretty funny, I think. Uh, it's not funny. It's scary, I would say. But the mom was, uh, I believe she was in the living room. And she was saying something. Uh, they were just having a conversation. The pillow from the couch. You know, like, what would you call it? Just a couch pillow. It yeah, yeah. fucking flew. And it hit her on the head and it stayed on her. <laughs> it stayed on her fucking head <laughs> and it wouldn't come off like what, no matter what they did that thing would not come off dude and finally it came off but that was like the weirdest thing that they were just like struggling with that <laughs> and it was a fucking pillow like were they trying to smother her I'm guessing you know what I mean but it didn't work I guess but it was just a it weird trying to like suffocate her yeah it was a weird of all things a, a pillow <laughs> You know, attached to this. Yeah, song. yeah. Imagine, like, you're just, like, chilling there and a pillow just randomly, yeah. like, boom. Boom, right in the face. Yeah. It's like that, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I know I told you that. That's the first, my first thought was, yeah, uh, yeah. if anyone's seen a uh, naked gun, what is it? Two and a half? Uh, yeah. where he's fighting in the restroom against that henchman dude, that hitman. 
Yeah, they're brushing his teeth. Yeah, and he puts like the electric toothbrush in his mouth, and then he puts some blow dryer in his face, and and his first thing to grab is a towel, <laughs> and he just throws it to his face. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, yeah, he's, he's all freaking. Yeah, out. he's freaking out, <laughs> dude. I'm sure I'd freak out too, though. I freak yeah. out too. That shit like just flew to my face. I'd be like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, I'd freak the fuck out too, man. Especially if it wouldn't come off. Hell yeah, that was that's that's crazy. Um, but you I know, gotta, I gotta take a whiz though. Okay. Don't whiz on the electric fence. We'll be right back. Alrighty. So, we finished with the pillow talk. We got that going. But of all the strange occurrences, the explosions, dude. There were fucking explosions. Yeah. And so one of the law enforcement officers who's like ex military or whatever that had dealt with explosives was telling them. Dude, you guys are dealing with something major because the, the fact is, like, when they were in the kitchen talking, he was next to the refrigerator, and they felt the explosion, and it knocked them, uh, it knocked the the officer down, and he fucked up his knee, uh-huh. and I think he had some sort of permanent injury that, like, he needed physical therapy all the time for it. And it just kind of did a lot of damage. The walls would crack. The ceilings was cracking. It was starting to break. And they were trying to figure out what the fuck is causing these. I'm not no, not joking, man. Yeah. Serious, legit explosions, you know? Um, but, like, on, on what, though? Like, they couldn't figure it out. Like, what would explode or, or what was it? Under the walls and on, underneath the ground uh-huh. and on the walls. But nothing would blow up officially. Oh, okay, okay, so that's okay. what it was bizarre. That's why they were trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. If nothing is actually... If the house isn't blowing up to pieces, but it's cracking. And they're thinking, well, it could come from the underground or I don't know. They couldn't figure it out. Um, it's uh, the, the sounds of the underground, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, yeah, no shit, right? But it was, it was just kind of crazy to me, you know, like that they couldn't ever officially like... Uh, they weren't able to tell. They weren't able to, you know, further investigate that. Um, as they as they left the house, other people took over the house, and they started having issues as well. And things yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to take a look, there's a movie on Amazon Prime. It's a documentary, and it talks about that. And if you just look up the Dice, ho- the Dice House uh, Haunting, uh, I believe it's... Uh, uh, Stephen Shipley, I believe is his name, has... Rap name is Prozac. My name is Prozac. And, uh, yeah, he's the guy who did the documentary and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has other documentaries on other hauntings as well. They're pretty cool. Uh, but that one for sure has got some crazy shit going on. Um, I mean, come on. They had Duke University and another university come on and check it out. Yeah, to yeah. To check the legitimacy of, of, of this haunting, you know what I mean? Uh, or poltergeist activity, uh, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Because at one point, there were voices that said to get the fuck out of the house. Oh, shit. So there was some sort of intellectual... There was something there that knew. And yeah. It was one step ahead of them all the time. But going back to that, uh, the Pomeranian... Family, yeah. He said that they built that house. Right. The, the area had been there for... You know, I don't know, hundreds of years, maybe over a hundred years. Yeah. But that there had been some sort of situation in the 1850s or some shit like that. Uh, I don't know exactly what happened. If there was some sort of uh, 
maybe a plague or an illness or something that killed people and whatever. Uh, but they, they were saying that yeah, there there was there's a there's a history to that house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had been you know they had built it. Um, and sure, you know, sure enough, I mean, it's one of those situations where it's still puzzling. People are still asking questions. Tons and tons and tons of police reports to kind of corroborate and, and back up a lot of the, the, the people that were involved, you know. And it was, I don't know, like for me, it's it's scary because, like, how how did you just, you know, like, just say fuck it, I'm gonna keep living here. Yeah, like you know, for, for over ten years or however length of time that it was happening. Yeah, like how do you, how do you sleep comfortably? How do like, you sleep comfortably? Like knowing that shit like that's going on yeah. and. And it's just like, bah, 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 continuously for hours, for hours and hours and hours. Just boom, boom, boom. And it's not like, like not like little love taps or little things. Like, it's just, no, love tap. It's just, it's like really fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and so I'm just like, I don't know. It's one of those things where I think you become territorial. Like, this is my place. I fucking built it. There's no way I'm leaving. Fuck you. This yeah. is my house. Yeah, definitely. You know? Um... So that's the the house on Dice Road. Um, so that I think that's a quite a good one, and I know there's a couple of other hauntings that I want to take a look at. Um, so one of the other ones, uh, cases that we're going to be talking about, well, which we're going to get to now, would be uh, kind of like creature features, I guess you could say. <laughs> uh, but first, let's take a shot, man. Hell yeah! I've been waiting got, this whole time. We got uh, some tequila. To kill ya. To kill ya. Suffocate. Bring that in right there, boy. Here you go. Ooh. It has a taste to it. A little sweetness, huh? Yeah, it has a little like, a sweet taste to it. Citrus. Doesn't help that we're just eating wings right now, either. Citrus Tequila liqueur. and citrus liqueur. Man, this guy fucking... Man, I'm not down, but I mean, we got it, so... It's mostly tequila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys ever drank tarantula azul. I just figured, because he was like, if you buy this other one, it's going to be like... It just burns. It doesn't taste well, good. Well, what was the other one you were going to get? 99 something. That's the name. Oh, those 99 proof ones? Yeah, it was yeah, and it was called ninety nine. Yes, yeah. I don't know, but it was ninety nine proof. And I was like, oh. so that's like what sixty percent, eighty percent alcohol. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I went with this one. It had a spider on it. Felt that it was cool, but you know. Anyways, we're by we buy shooters. You know, I don't trust myself with a bottle. Shoot him again. <laughs> I'm like, eh, I don't trust myself with a bottle. I'll probably drink it and be like, you know, regret tomorrow. You know. Regret it all tomorrow. Anyways, we're drinking Tecatis. Tecatis. But I call them Tecatis. Tecatis. Oh, good stuff. All right, so let's go into the next um, case. We have a situation here. Uh, with this, The guy's name is Ron Moorhead. And it's called Ron Moorhead um, with the famous Sierra sounds, the famous Sierra tapes. Um... A case of potentially Sasquatch or more, plural, so Sasquatch. Is that, is that how he said no. it? <laughs> Dude, I was like, I'm being is that how he said it? <laughs> it's like more than one Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Yeah, it's Sasquatch. No, I'm just kidding. Um, 
<clears throat> multiple. Um, so what ended up happening is these guys basically were, he was part of a hunting group, a hunting crew group team uh, that would go out to the Sierras, uh, out in Yellowstone, and um, they would hike. So what they would do is they would get to a certain place, they'd leave their vehicles, and they'd have to go on horseback after that for about 5, 10 miles. Yeah. Get to a certain area. And they would go to this area that was beautiful. Uh, it was uh, what Rob would always say, pristine land. He's like, you know, the beautiful views and whatnot. So they would go there every year. They'd go st- sometimes stay for weeks. And they would just go hunting and just live off the land and just hang out. Um, then Ron joined in the 70s. I think he joined this, this camp. Established itself in the early 60s. Yeah, early 60s. So, yeah. eventually he came on board. It was like 71, 70, uh-huh. maybe 72. Um, so, what ended up happening was they started hearing things. Um, it, also, I just want to really quick uh, just emphasize that they created a shelter way before. They had a shelter, kind of like a treehouse. Yeah, like a treehouse. We'll call it like a treehouse. Yeah. But it wasn't... Above it was, it was underground. It was ground level. Yeah. So they put a bunch of trees, you know, um, uh, that had fallen trees. Put them up on trees that were still upright, and they kind of made a shelter. They put stuff in between the cracks. They made a door with a, another couple of pieces of trees. They created a door, and an entryway and everything like that. Right. So it was a nice little shelter they had going on, uh, and. It was interesting because this was already done way before. Yeah. They had any occurrences or any uh, uh, encounters. So one day they start hearing weird sounds. And what happened? They just got, they got fucking scared because uh, when it first started, it started on the outside. So on the outside of their camp, they would hear shit. They would, you know, uh, rocks would be thrown at them. Um, they were just like, you know, you hear the bushes and you just, you see, you know, something is there and it doesn't want to make itself visible, but it's there. Yeah. So what they did is like, we don't know if this is a bear or something that's trying to eat us. So what they did is they went inside the, their shelter. And then that's when they started recording and they recorded audio, no videotape. This isn't that guy who saw Sasquatch walking, you know, and falling woods and all that shit. And yeah. I don't know where that was. I think that might have been in Montana, but this was a little different, you know. They were recording the audio. Yeah, and this was in the in the seventies. Correct. So it's not the best. No, it's either. still very clear. I mean, it's yeah, been, yeah, yeah. It's been, uh, it's been. Excuse me. It's been. That's not. That's not. That's not them. That was me. Dude, I swear, I thought <laughs> I had one right now. I thought there was one in the closet. Oh shit. <laughs> um, it's been examined, analyzed, everything, anything you could imagine. By some of the best people who work with sound. Yeah. And they have no idea what the fuck makes that noise. They still have no idea. It could have been a train. But <laughs> it could have been anything, to be honest with you. Like, But one of the things that was fucking crazy was they were talking about how it had... At one point, there was five tones. But with one scream or yell uh, of the one of the, uh, the one of the creatures made. The yeah. Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Um, so they're like, how the hell do you get five tones in one word or one 
you know, sound like that. Yeah. So it was really kind of crazy in terms of. They're like that's definitely not man-made. Like they're like it's not any animal that we've ever heard, and it's definitely not man-made. And and think about it, he's been giving it to people since then, up until now, and still nobody has been able to say what it is. So in terms of that, we know that he's not make, creating a hoax with audio. Uh, when he broke the the story to the local, I guess, rangers or whoever he told, uh, some reporter was like, you're full of shit and whatever. Yeah. And his name was Al Berry. And Al Berry was like, you're full of shit. I don't believe you. Uh, next time you go, I'm going to go with you. And he's like, come right along, man. So they brought him along. Come on, brother. You're coming with us. Um, and so he also started recording audio and he was freaking the fuck out because he didn't believe it. Yeah. As the years went on, the creatures were getting closer and they would get closer into the fact to the point where they were in the camp itself and right outside the shelter. And at this point, they were sh- they were they were pretty confident that the creatures, the Sasquatch, whatever it was, was not trying to harm them. Harm them, yeah. So they weren't necessarily scared, but they were still kind of like curious. Yeah, I'm like I'm so, I'm not gonna go outside. I'm not going to try to, you know, make contact with these... Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, mon- uh, I don't want to say monsters. That's fucked up. Because Frankenstein, he was the monster. But it was really the people that were the monsters. Yeah, yeah. But what <laughs> anyway. if it's like... What if it's like Harry and the Hendersons? Yeah. Oh, dude. That shit made me cry, man. Nah, man. We don't talk about that. Oh, dude. Let's not talk about Harry. Man. All right. We'll, we'll take that right. back. We'll cut that out. Edit that. Yeah. We'll edit <laughs> that shit out. Anyways, but... This whole idea is like... They're getting brave. They're coming in and... and he brought, um, you know, Moorhead, Ron had uh, a theory that it could have been a family, a small family. Yeah. So yeah. male, female, and a son or daughter. Or, yeah. Or uh, like, one or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, so they would, they would, they would go out there for years, you know, just f- for years at a time. Um, and so, actually, let's hear some audio that they made. Yeah. Okay.
All right, so first of all, I want to just say, I mean, it was two minutes. If it was funny or whatever, whatever, I thought it was terrifying. It sounds weird. Like in this it sounds when, fucking weird. It right? sounds like in this when I first heard it, mm-hmm. it's just like a bunch of different like I, I don't know. Like I I can't even tell you like what it sounds like. <clears throat> For me, it sounded like a savage fucking animal. It yeah. sounded like a savage animal, and then at one point because there was rocks, yeah, it was the way it was hitting the rocks in a rhythm uh, rhythmic manner. Oh yeah, that you know. You just don't do random things like that. It can't always be in a rhythm. If you're just a fucking thoughtless animal or thoughtless, you know, being, if you do things in a certain manner, like look at music, look at things like that, you know, even talking, sometimes it's with a rhythm and it's it's in a certain way. This didn't seem like that. It wasn't random just smacking, like, you know, monkeys hitting rocks like it's nothing, you know what I mean? Um, It's like they're sort of like communicating in a sort of a way. And that's what he was theorizing too that they would probably communicating with each other in one way or another and i know at one point they were whistling yeah yeah the, the ron and the crew they were whisp- the, uh, whistling at them yeah and they would be like making weird noises back at them uh and uh, it just sounded so fucking crazy and aggressive and to me it scared the shit out of me because i mean i have been listening to this a lot lately since we've been researching it so it's not scary anymore but at first, when I first saw that documentary, um, so I also want to state that we saw, uh, well, I saw a movie called Missing 411. Yeah. Something like that. It's on, it's also on um, Amazon Prime. And it's a documentary about missing hikers. So there's a guy who's, uh, he basically, uh, who created the, the documentary, worked to help law enforcement find people who are missing. Yeah. You know, that's what that's all he did right he wrote books on it and whatever and at the very end he did a couple of special cases that were like a little different not necessarily missing but just weird things that happened out in the woods that people don't necessarily know about or hear about yeah especially us we live in the desert you know we don't really we don't know anything about rain when we get rain people fucking crash they're fucking stupid right when we get snow people even more you know I'm going to keep going 80 miles per hour, you know, like, and, and <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. like fucking roadkill, you know? So we don't know anything about that, but in the same way, you know, it's like very interesting that these cases were happening out there. So this guy created that movie. I think it's called missing 411. Uh, and it's at, it's towards the end. It's like within the last 35, 40 minutes of the film. So you can fo- fast forward. If you don't want to hear anything about missing hikers, which those cases were interesting either way. So if you want to see it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's a good it's a good watch for that. Yeah, there's also a forty five maybe hour long uh, video on YouTube where Ron Moorhead himself is giving a lecture and explaining everything that he's gone through and, and in detail. Um, and that's I think if you just put Ron Moorhead Sierra sounds, excuse me, you'll hear you'll see it. It's there. Yeah, it'll come up. And I'm it's got a it's got a picture of like a, a PowerPoint, uh, and it's Al Barry actually is on there, the the guy he passed oh, yeah, away yeah. recently. Um, I'll tell you this though, we're gonna take this uh, another shot here, and um, the more we take these shots, the more I'm gonna be sounding like those Sasquatch sounds. Yeah, baby, <laughs> let's do it. All right, cheers, man. That in right there. If it's that, Sasquatchy, 
It'll be like Stallone when he got his ass kicked, you know? He's like, Are you a <laughs> That's what it'll sound like. <laughs> Paranormal. <laughs> We'd just mm. be talking about shit. That'd be super scary, though. Mm. Imagine, like, you're hanging out, like, at your house by yourself. And all yours. Uh, no. And you're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, I'd be. I would leave. I'd go to like a bar, just sit there. There's people. I'll I'll, I'll ask to stay the night there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll stay under the pool table, man. Um. So let's see. What are some other things that happen with this fucking this uh, Sasquatch? So the unfortunate thing is that eventually uh, rangers in the area. Park rangers, not necessarily park rangers, but uh, people in the forest. Uh, I don't know what you want to call them. The like people that are hiking, or no, they they were they were part of a forest. Like they're like park rangers type thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, they, so they were involved. Uh, they found the campsite. Oh, their campsite, the ones that they built. Correct. They found Rod Moorhead's campsite because it, it was in an area that no one's supposed to be. Going oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they were like, you guys gotta, you know, turn apart. They allowed them to camp, but they can't set it up like that. They can't be building things. Uh, so they told them to take it apart. You know, you're allowed to come back, but just don't fucking. Just can't know, build the treehouse. Yeah, don't be building stuff, you know. Um, I really would soon have fun. Yeah. <laughs> no s'mores? What? But they actually brought back the guy who created that documentary, the Missing 411. They yeah. took him and they brought him back. And they stayed out there for a week. They didn't encounter anything. I mean, that's what, almost 50 years already from here, from then. Yeah. So I would imagine they probably died. Maybe they passed away. Maybe yeah, maybe. Uh... If, if anything, if they were, you know. You know. So there, there's that whole situation. Um has, Which did, I thought was interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, did like, I'm I'm curious to see if like, Ron Moorhead like later on down the road, like after like the 70s, mm-hmm. maybe like early 2000s or something. Because I I haven't looked that far into it. Like, if he's seen any, like if he's heard anything else, like I'm sure he's gone back there to camp. He's you know? gone. Uh, in fact, his family keeps going. Yeah. Uh, he's made it a a family tradition. Mm-hmm. I don't think that anybody else has experienced it uh, except his group of friends, which is, what, four, five individuals? Yeah. Who'd experienced it. And they all experienced it together. Um, so, I don't know, man. I mean, that's a, that's a good... That's a good... It's uh, a good question, dude. Yeah, like, what if, like... Like, recently he's... Like, I'm sure he's been going throughout the years that will... Yeah. At, if that won't... There was a certain point where he just stopped hearing it. Yeah, so that was actually maybe five years since it happened. So what ended up happening is they actually had to kill a bear. Oh, yeah, 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 Because yeah. the bear attacked the, the them at a campsite. So they actually had to kill it. And they said that after that, that they never saw them again after that. Yeah, so they had no interaction with them. So they had no interaction with them after that. So they said it could have been... I don't know, like 76 or something like that. Yeah, I think 77 yeah, is what, like I, what I remember. So it was one of those times where 
You know, that kind of sucks that they didn't have any more interaction with him. But Maybe they just got scared. I, I think they got scared, like, oh, shit, if they're going to kill the bear, they might, they go, might kill us. Yeah, you know? like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... that's Like... That's definitely, I think, the winning theory right there. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, like, a, a big, furry, cuddly bear, you know? Like, yeah. They see it as, like, you can hug this bear, and it's so soft. Why yeah. would you kill it? Right. <laughs> yeah, he wants to tear off. He wants to tear off our face. That's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> you know the the second story to to the Sasquatch story was just as puzzling and just as weird. So, if you watch the documentary, the the last story is about this woman who, with her husband, they live on this this uh, big chunk of land, and I forgot where they lived. Exactly. But what was crazy is they have a multi-acreage property. And just outside of... Because just outside their home, it's all flat, grass, grassy. And then right outside their home, all forest around it. Yeah. Really pretty. And she liked going hunting. So she like whatever she'd go, she'd go around sunset. Uh, so she went, she went hunting. She had a... Uh, those hunting platforms that you just stay up there and just look, look, observe. Yeah. And it was around 15, 20 feet up in the air. Um, and she stood up there and, you know, she's getting ready. She put, she took pictures of her bow. Um, and she had a Blackberry Pearl, I think it was like an 8130, model 8130 or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was taking pictures of herself, getting ready to fucking kill. And she noticed that got quiet she was like she even texted her friend um this is something she said something's wrong it got very quiet no birds no insects nothing in the forest it just got eerily just just quiet then she saw something in front of her she saw like a blob that looked like a fucking blob moving from one branch to another branch and it just kind of extended itself and moved to another branch and she said that it looked like saran wrap and that it didn't look anything different than what the creature and predator had the, the alien or whatever what is he he's they an alien they don't say man that's unexplained yeah. yeah well that dude you know how he had that his little to yeah. fucking camouflage that this would have yeah. looked like she was saying that it looked like like that, that it was like almost like the predator, and um, that she took a picture of it, or she tried to, you know, try to get a, a picture or whatever. And the weird thing is that picture came out um, in a weird resolution that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was telling you, like, and I, uh, it 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 caught me off guard. I was like, what? when I heard about that, I was like, what do you mean, fucking doesn't exist? Like, it literally does not exist. So the resolution is five twenty eight by four hundred. And I don't know if that's an actual resolution yeah, yeah, for anything. Yeah. You know? 528 by 4. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like, what, what would that even be? I don't know, man. It's an odd shape, though, I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. Like, those are, that's just so random. Yeah. So she called it basically a distortion. You know, whatever she saw that it was a distortion. She, she even wiped her eyes and her glasses to make sure it wasn't that, you know. And uh, or I don't think she had glasses, actually. But... 
Yeah, no, it's like it's nothing like a five twenty eight by four hundred. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's the only thing that's five twenty eight by four hundred right now is attached to Jad's weird phenomenon. Yep. Which is what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing, dude. And it's just like just understanding the aspect ratios. And yeah. Like that's just. Yeah. And like that's a weird ratio right there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So here's the kicker though. The weirdest fucking thing is. At the exact same time. Not two or three miles away from her house. The high school band was practicing. The high school marching band was practicing on their practice field in the school when the the conductor what do you call him the the oh man all these marching and, and and band geeks are gonna get mad at me but the band leader the guy the teacher the guy who was like controlling them or telling them what to yeah, do yeah 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 he was like what the fuck he like stopped and he was like pointing that there's something up in the sky mm-hmm. and they all fucking looked and it was like a big orb and it was just there not that high up from from where they were, super fucking low, yeah, super low from where they were, and this all happened at the same t- at the same time frame as her fucking uh, as her fucking situation, because they did a time analysis of her the the, the text message that she sent and the message and when people were over there when they were like saying what time was it it was like so it was probably between six and seven. Yeah. When all this shit happened. And so they were like, it has to be connected. You know what I mean? Like some weird orb, gigantic orb above the fucking field that everybody could see. And at the same time, she sees some weird ass fucking blob that's moving around that's like a fucking predator. You know? Like there's something going on there, dude. Yeah, dude, that's super weird. Imagine like actually, it's actually the predator though. Yeah. <laughs> like she's she's out there hunting and he's and, hunting her and he's hunting her <laughs> let's see let's see how good your hunting skills are yeah like he's just examining her yeah like, let's see and he's just like learning and then he's, he's trying to see he's like sizing her up and shit you know yeah dude i mean that's ultimately what the predator did i mean yeah he was uh looking for a worthy competitor mm-hmm. and i loved uh like part two with dining glover which is a weird Super fucking weird um, take on a Predator movie. But they did it really great. And man, I love the scene at the very end where he goes in the fucking ship. And the he, he goes in there with him. And then you see the trophy case. Oh, yeah. The alien is there. The Xenomorph. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. That was fucking awesome, dude. It's quickly. You gotta be like yeah, watching gotta, that part. Dude, when me and my brother were kids, mm-hmm. we noticed that right No away. way. Yeah. Dude, that's badass. And, and just from there, it's just like, yeah. He fights him, he fights him, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And then, of course, like, Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, more than one person yeah. noticed that. Yeah, dude. You know, they noticed the trophy yeah. there, so it's just like, they had to have come. I think that would be a worthy remake or a worthy uh, series to redo, To Man, they've tried. But it's because they need to get real fucking directors. Not fucking shitty ass Hollywood directors. They yeah. need to get real directors. Probably would help with nobodies as actors. 
and just stick to the fucking story, to the action, and that's it, dude. Yeah. Because I don't want to see the fucking rock killing people or killing aliens. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking stupid. Dude. Like, what, what was the latest one? Was it called The Predator? I think it was The Predator or Predators, but the one, it's like, he puts on the suit. He finds the suit. Mm. And he ends up fighting the one of the predators there. It's like killing everybody and shit. Yeah, yeah, like he, the the more mammoth. Yeah, type he water. puts on the suit, so he fights back. And they made it seem like they're gonna do a part, another part to that. Yeah, yeah, a sequel to that. Dude, and they've just been so dis. I love Predator One and Two. Oh, dude, that's all you need to watch. Yeah, and then so I was super excited when like Alien vs Predator came out. I was like, hell yeah, they're finally making it. Alien vs. Predator sucked. Fucking stinker. And then, which one was the second one? Requiem? I think so. And that one was sort of a light down, too. Which is the one where Adrian Brody's in it? Is that that one? The Predators. Where they're hunting. Uh, on, the, on the island. They get they get, they get get just tossed into the island. Yeah, like the prisoners or yeah, yeah, they felons. They and survive. they have to survive. And then right. Lawrence Fishburne comes out, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, basically, uh, Adrian Brody was the wrong person yeah, for course. that role. Because yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. a super tough guy. I can't take Adrian Brody as like no. a super tough guy. No, no, no. It's like, nah. But that one was like, it was it was okay. But it wasn't, it was still in a letdown. Right. And then the Predator came out. Yeah, I think um, the in terms of, not necessarily the series itself, Predator, but in terms of, the Alien versus Predator, if they just redid it and they just picked the right people, man, that would fucking explode. Right now, everybody wants to want more, especially with the whole Alien, was it the Prometheus and the other one that came yeah. out, which I didn't like any of them. Alien Covenant? Yeah, I didn't like any of that. Yeah, it was super weird. <clears throat> uh, I, I, I was liking Prometheus because they were giving you like the intro, like the, the space right. jockey and stuff like yes, that. Yes, yes. And I was like, like yeah, like what is that, you know? Um, but then Alien Covenant came out, and I was like, you kind of like killed the whole thing for it. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't for me, I think. Um, but they tried. Yeah, they tried. But I mean, again, stop with the, you know, with the stupid Hollywood people. Like, it has to be somebody doing an indie film that's gonna get it right. Yeah, it looks too clean. Yeah. It yeah. looks way too clean. Yeah. These they need to be like gritty and mm-hmm. these dirty movies. Yeah. Uh, like the first one, like the whole like H.R. Geiger. Oh yeah. Or H.R. Geiger, whatever. I say Geiger. The whole, uh, the whole way he portrayed everything, and then they did that in like the the Alien movies. Mm-hmm. Dude, it looked it looked the, so great. The backgrounds. Yeah, the, the way he designed the xenomorphs, the uh, just everything. I mean, um, I mean, it's very sexualized, of course. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he did it in a fucking badass way. Uh, that even then, you'd be like, "That's not a wiener coming out of the." <laughs> you know, no, it doesn't look like a wiener, and it's like uh, he did it cool. He did it a great way. The face huggers uh, look like something else, you know, underneath. Yeah, when they, when they get you and shit, but it's, it's genius in terms of like they're yeah. fucking aliens. They're crazy looking, and these other ones just looked like way too clean. Like I just was not about yeah, it. Dude. Like too sleek. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, nah, not done. I don't know. It needs it needs to bring back that grittiness back to it. 
Yeah, you know, and and it kind of goes back to what was it, uh, Creep Show, which Greg Nicotero was 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 doing, which you you have Shutter. I don't have Shutter. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, it locked me out. I don't know from the account. Oh, uh, you I know what? It might have um, an update or something. No, um, I don't know. I don't know why it would lock you out though. Yeah. Well, I couldn't. I couldn't go back in. Yeah. All right. I'll, um, I'll give you the info again. Yeah, yeah. And so I heard that it was fucking out, outstanding. His Creep Show. Um, was it the series? Yeah. So I heard that, you know, and you know, when you see him from The Walking Dead and stuff that he did in the 80s and things like that, you need somebody like that to be able to bring back horror movies, sci-fi movies, and I think they could do it in a badass way, you know, with that experience. I would love to see Tom Savini <laughs> work on a, an alien movie or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah how yeah. would he fucking bring, how would he do it? You know? Yeah, someone along those lines. Because, I mean, granted, Ridley Scott was still a part of the newer Alien movies. Was he? On, on the new ones, like Prometheus. And okay, stuff. yeah. It was Ridley Scott, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Ridley Scott. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was part of like the Alien Covenant and part of uh, Prometheus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it was kind of surprising that... I mean, they're not like the worst movies. No. They're just kind of like mediocre. Right. So I was just like, eh, all right, cool. But I love Alien and Aliens. And I like Alien 3, too. Like, that's the worst one out of those, that trilogy. But That's the one with um, mm-hmm. the android, no, what's her name? With Winona Ryder? That's Alien Resurrection. Oh, uh, it's four? Yeah. Mm. And that was also That was pretty good, good man. too. That was pretty good. That was pretty good, too. It had a, a weird take on it, but it, it, was, it was good. Yeah. It was yeah. like... It seemed like it fit. Yeah. It has that terrifying scene of... Was it the alien's face? It's getting torn apart or it's like... Yeah. Is it outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting sucked outside. And it's like making... It's like sad. Oh, Uh, yeah, because it's like a... It's like a hybrid type. Right, it's like part of... Of... uh, What's her name? Ripley. Ripley, yeah. It's part of her. And... The fucking face that it made, dude. Yeah, like it, it gives you like those like, like a puppy eye. Yeah, type dude. Thing. I was like, what the fuck? It's like, don't look at me, little puppet. <laughs> don't look at me, little puppet. You know. Uh, anyways, all right, we've yeah, we've yeah, got... yeah. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're looking at. Um, so that we're right now we're gonna get into the really cool stuff, I think, but right now we're gonna get into. The bizarre, what I call bizarre occurrences, which would have been the, the, the Diltoff, how do you say that? I say Diltoff Pass. Devil's Pass. Devil's Pass, right? Incident in Russia, in the, um, within the mountains that it's actually called the Devil's Pass. Um, but it's really named after Igor Aleskevich Diltoff. Yeah. Which he's one of the hikers. Now, the cool thing is that this is a hiking uh, skiing expeditioners of the sort. They went out there. Uh, this is in 1959. They're experienced hikers, experienced in the snow. They were experienced skiers. They were, you know, I, I'm pretty sure if you're from Russia, you you know how to deal with the cold yeah. and the ice because it's pretty much all year round. That's pretty much your life. <sighs> yeah. You were born in it. You're born. They were molded by it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're molded by it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking igloos and shit. No, but that, yeah, they have, 
to the point where they actually had like I know they're not like to be called Eskimos, but the Inuit were uh, living out there like in little towns and stuff like that. Yeah. Which. Uh, so, anyways, we'll we'll talk about that right now, but so these guys, you know, they had even gone to Ural Polytechnical Institute, you know. They're so they're educated. So it's nine hikers. They're very educated. Uh, I believe they range from like the early twenties to like late thirties. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Or mid to mid thirties, and they tell uh, they tell people back home, look, if uh, on this day you don't hear a telegram from us or you don't get a telegram from us, something's wrong. Yeah. So they waited a couple of days after that because usually sometimes it takes a while. It could take some time. Then they realized something's wrong. These guys are not have not come back. Why haven't they come back? Now, so they, so they sent out a search crew to go look for them, right? They found... Uh, well, it was a bizarre... <laughs> it's, it's a really weird fucking case, which I'll tell you right now, like, in 2020, the, the one of the groups that was investigating it officially in a, on a government level had given a, an official quote-unquote cause of the whole thing, which we'll talk about right now. Um, so they find them. It took them a while to find them. It took a couple of months to find the rest of the hikers. Yeah. But what happened? They found two hikers by some trees. So this is what's weird. They got hit with a, so, a snowstorm going up the mountain, and they didn't want to go back down which would have been less than a mile, literally, to their fucking tree line. Yeah. So at least camp on the tree line where it would have been safer to be camping and away from the elements. You have more coverage and it's easier for them to, it would have been easier for them to camp. But they decided not to. They still stayed on the pass and they camped. Now, something caused them to leave in a hurry to the point where everyone was in their underwear and everyone was pretty much without their shoes. They were barefoot. Yeah. Their tents were torn apart. Their tents were, um, apparently with a knife from the inside, from the inside out, from the inside yeah. out were torn. So that's another weird case. The, the, the positions of the bodies where they were found. Uh, so now, if because it's it was like what negative ten, negative twenty, uh, and that range was it was it was below was it below freezing, it was fucking cold. When they found some of the bodies, they were already in a state of decomposition. Yep. How does that happen? You know yeah. that's 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 that should be physically impossible. You know, some I think one of them was even like mummified or some shit like that. Yeah. Like how the fuck does that even happen? You know, I'm not sure. Um, there were some cases of uh, bone head fractures, uh, you know, yeah, things like that. But that they were saying that some of them were very minor to the point where um, they they wouldn't have had medical issues. They they would have gone to the hospital and left right away, in other words. But there were some where it was like deep fractures. And yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Um, somebody had radiation. There's signs of radiation on the body, which... Some people speculate that because that student worked with certain material that had um, radiation on it, could explain why there were traces of radiation on him. 
Yeah. Two of the bodies had burns. They were burned. They don't know how the fuck that happened. Some guy looked like he... They said that one of the hikers looked like he tried climbing up the tree. And then he fucking fell. And had severe fractures. One hiker had severe chest... Like chest? Uh, a chest fracture that... It, well, not a fracture, but it was like indented or whatever. Yeah. And they don't know how that happened either. Wasn't there one of them that had like the their tongue removed? Yes, the tongue was removed. The eye was missing. Now, we could possibly give it up to... Maybe an, an animal. animal that was around. Maybe somebody, something that passed by. But I don't... It didn't say whether the tongue was cut or it was just gone. They didn't even give details. So we don't even know. It could yeah, have, yeah, it could yeah, have, yeah. It could have... They could have eaten it. You know what I mean? We don't know. Which is weird. I mean, they could just eat the body. <laughs> but it went for the tongue. But... Yeah. You know. Tacos de lengua. <laughs> but... <laughs> but it was... So, that was weird. There was a lot of weird instances. You know, I think for me what gets me... Obviously, is busting out from the inside out. Yeah. That made you want to get out of there in a fucking hurry. The overall winning theory right now suggests that there was, a, and that's what the government agency says too, that it was a certain special kind of avalanche that knocked them and brought them down and displaced them to different places. And, um, uh, because obviously, um, the weird, uh, what is it? The, they said it was a compelling force or something when they first saw it, uh, when they first investigated. Yeah. 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 That it was some sort of compelling force that made them go where they went. Like, and I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say, you know, it's a fucking, um, one of those weird situations that's like, well, why else would you get out of your tent in such a hurry? Like, like what else is out there? People saw lights. According to other people, there were uh, cases of people seeing lights up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, there ha- that... that there have been cases of it. That it's happened in the past. And that it happened that night or that in, in that time. So, yeah. that's not something that's a secret or not a secret, but a, like a mystery. That they've always seen shit like that. And that people don't like going up there because it's a strange... They get weirded out by being out there. You know what I mean? There's like, I don't know. It's, it was called a Devil's Pass, right? For a reason, I believe. Yeah, why would they call it Devil's Pass anyway? Right. And I believe it, the officially the mountain was like the Kolat Sikal. I believe it's called the Kolat. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, ideally, dude, why didn't the camp the leaders say let's go down the half mile, you know? Three quarters of a mile to safety. To for sure, we'll be okay in the tree line. We just just stay there, dude. You know the 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 trees will will hold most of the wind and the the snow. Be they'll be a little bit warmer. But you know nothing. That wasn't the case, dude. That was not the fucking case. These guys were. These guys were. Um, yeah, they were completely fucking. It, it, it was fucking... If you look at the pictures, man, they're fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Like, they're just... They're they're beyond already, like, decomposed and they're... Yeah, like, when they find them. Yeah. But you, you think, like... Like, we spoke earlier. It's, uh... It's, like, below freezing, like, like levels. Like, you're freezing. Right. So, 
you would think that your body would be preserved sort of in a way mm-hmm. not already decomposing like it's a slower process to decompose when when it's super cold right yeah i mean when it's hot it happens quickly when it's warm it happens quickly yeah i mean if you're in a warm like let's say even right now and it's like only what 66 67 it happens immediately you know within hours so it's crazy how there's a lot of uh mysteries surrounding this one so this one's one of the cases that I've always said is, is intriguing because of that. So this is the uh, Dilatov incident. Yeah, there, I, there's there's more to that. There's definitely more. To there that. there has to be more to that because I know the at that time they didn't want anybody investigating. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they said nope, nothing to see here. The the they're, at that time in 1959 when they're investigating, they're like there's nothing to see here. Fuck off. And then people kept uh, opening the case and yeah. This was one of those situations. Uh, but yeah, that happened in 1959, man. So. Damn, and man. barely, supposedly, there was an official, like I tell you, the, 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 that there was some sort of avalanche that was triggered. And that was the... Now they're stuck with that as the official cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a little fishy, but there could be some closure. I don't know. Maybe. <clears throat> Excuse me. But that kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> the weeby wobbles oh. I, don't even, I don't know I'm just kidding that's just a made up word the wobble wobble man yeah. but you know what sometimes it makes my skin crawl or my skin walk <laughs> so, man <laughs> not one of your dad jokes <laughs> <laughs> that's my segue to the next part so we're gonna move on to some uh, skinwalker Tales. Uh, yeah, man. Tales of the Skinwalker. Tales of Skinwalker. Yeah. It, whoever's listening, like, they know about Skinwalker. Yeah, you guys man. know about Skinwalkers. But I just want to say, no thanks. Zero thanks. Zero to one of my homies that I had asked. And I got no response from, which was really fucking lame, to be quite honest with you. Uh, you know, you could have just told me I'm not interested or, uh, I don't feel comfortable instead of fucking ghosting at 30. Really dude, as an adult, ghosting people, get the fuck out of here. Anyways. So skinwalkers tend to be from the Navajo, the Native American, the tribe means what he who walks in all fours. And there tends to be well, a lot of shape shifting into coyotes, uh, yeah, 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 different yeah. animals, different creatures, different things like that. Um, I, I had even heard and seen in one case that people would hire them to do bad shit and bad deeds. Um, so I don't even know if that's right. Who knows, man? Uh, that might be true because I mean, initially, what skinwalkers are is like they're still human. Mm-hmm. Are humans who can shapeshift? Human-like, yeah. Yeah, human-like. I don't know. I've never experienced one. Yeah, I seen. I seen that they, you know, have like those like this werewolf type thing with like, it's like a hollow chest, like a hollow stomach, you know, type. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of different descriptions given. Yeah, I mean, like they could disguise themselves as. Uh, 
Oh, creatures. They could just, yeah, uh, owls uh, supposedly, you know, and, and there's been many um, theories in terms of how they became skinwalkers. In terms of, you know, that there were a shaman who went bad, Breaking Bad, you know, or there's some, some something like that, you know, like where they decided, and sometimes having to do a ritual. Yeah. Sometimes involving killing somebody and stuff like that. And again, all that is up in the air because. You know, there's so many theories out there, so many, so much speculation. So it's not like it's fact, but it's just that's just talk, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm obviously not, I'm like not a Navajo or anything like that. So I'm sure if there's any Navajo people that are listening to us, and you're more than willing to uh, provide us more insight on this, that'd be like super cool, you know. Yeah. You know, anyone that has, like, actual, like, insight on this whole uh, Skinwalker stuff, um, it'd be, like, super cool if they, like, reached out to us and, and let us know, like, either experiences or, like, a more, yeah. like, exact, well, I wouldn't want to say exact, but, like, a more, like, understanding of what the yeah, Skinwalker I know, is. Yeah, I know there tends to be kind of, like, some... People tend to be cautious about it. And I don't want to talk about it, really. So I understand that, you know. But, excuse me. I actually came across this uh, article of people who, they've, they've encountered skinwalkers in, yeah, in yeah. their situation. Um, and so I kind of want to talk about a couple of them. And I kind of want to read, read a couple of the stories because I thought it was super interesting. So these are all anonymous Obviously, uh, a lot of people don't like talk about it. Their identity, identity, identity. <laughs> they don't want their identity revealed. <laughs> so this one is called uh, "Yendalushi is watching me," and I don't know if I just fucking fucked that up or not. But it's Yen Ald Lushi is watching me. My grandmother on my on my mother's side has always been very superstitious. For lack of a better word, she's not religious, but she does believe in a lot of paranormal stuff. Her mother was full-blooded Navajo, and her father was Irish. Either way, she'd never been anywhere east of Montana, and she grew up in Nevada. One year, when I was in grade school, we went to visit her. Most of the visit was pretty uneventful, typical boring old people stuff, except she always kept her curtains drawn shut and would always peek out the window when someone asked, what she was doing she would simply reply the Yendalushi is watching me she went on for nearly the entire visit until a few days before we were due to leave my grandma and uh and my then baby brother he's 19 now were in the front yard that evening planting flowers when all of a sudden my grandmother starts shouting insert little brother's name here <laughs> get away from that creature so so and so get away from that creature it's not safe. Of course, being in Nevada, we all assumed that my brother had found a scorpion or a rattlesnake. So we all ran outside to see my grandmother clutching my little brother and shaking in terror against the side of the house. Standing out in the yard was a very large, black, Great Dane-sized dog. It was staring at my grandmother with an intensity I'd never seen before. Uh, it looked up at us and gave a little huff and bounded off. 
I don't remember if it moved unusually fast or not, but do not remember. But do remember it had a very deep yellow eyes. When my mother asked me, when my mother asked my grandmother what had happened, she kept repeating, "The Andalusi has found me." She moved a couple of weeks after that. Dang! So I fucking found her, dude. What was the grandma doing? You know, like she's running away, man. Yeah. Oh, there's one outside. <laughs> the train walkers. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> the train walkers. <laughs> no, man. That's like that's super creepy. Like, there's a. Yeah. I've I've told you this story. There's a, in Albuquerque. Uh, you know, there's a. Albuquerque, there's high like. Uh, Navajo, you know, yes. tribe out yeah. there, stuff like that. And uh, I have a couple friends, and um, there's uh, this girl. And actually, I I, I want to reach out to her again. I want to send her a message because I still kind of I still interact with her on the social medias. So I want to ask her like what her thoughts are. Maybe she was, maybe her mindset is a little different than what it was before. Um, well, you know us. Being dudes, whenever we'd go to Albuquerque, we'd always be like, "Hey, what's up with Skinwalkers?" Right. And she'd always like turn us down so hard. She'd be like, "Don't fucking talk about that. Don't fucking talk about Skinwalkers." Like she was so adamant on like, "You don't mention them." And we're like, "All right, all right, all right." We backed off. We stopped asking her. Right. And then um, we had another friend. Who, who was a male and I guess he was more along the lines of like I don't give a shit yeah so we asked him and we're like yo dude like what's up with skinwalkers and he's like yo like for real you don't you don't fuck around with that shit uh, and we're like well, why what's up and he's like nah man that shit's that shit's not cool but and he told us a story about his grandpa who has a ranch yeah. and he said that all of a sudden some of like his like cattle and animals uh, would go missing or he'd find them dead um, like mutilations? yeah 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 okay, okay. and then he's like his grandpa was like no something's out there like something's out there that's doing this yeah we we need to camp out. I'm going to camp out. And uh, sure enough, they camped out a night uh, to see, like, what the hell? Like, what the hell is going on with the animals? And they noticed something, like, walking along. Uh, <clears throat> like, this sort of... And I explained it to you. It was like a, like a dog walking on its two hind legs. Right. And uh, they're like, what the fuck is that? So they shot at it. They shot at it and they hit it. And when they like ran up to it, they saw they shot the, the shape shift happen. Like, I guess it, I don't know. I don't know if this is true or not, but the way he explained it to us was that I guess when they shot it, it caused the shape shift to go back. Okay. From being the animal to going to a, a person, right, or something, and um, that they shape shift, 
And then they got up and it ran away. And they were like shocked that they just didn't do anything else. Like, what the <laughs> fuck did we just see? Yeah. What do you do there? You yeah, know? I know. That's why I'm laughing because it's like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, you know, like, like, how crazy is that? Like, if, you know, and people could be like, oh man, that, that's bullshit. That's, that, oh man, he's lying. You mean boo shit? It's a boo shit. <laughs> you know, but then it's like, you put yourself, I mean, you take it in like myself. I was taking it in and I was like, dude, that's crazy. I mean, whether it was real or not, whatever he was time was like, you know, I took it in as like, that's very interesting. Like, that's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I haven't seen that. I've never experienced that. But it's right. just like, obviously, you have. And I take his word, you know. And and you kind of try to put yourself in, the, in their shoes and you're like, what would you do in that situation? Like, a lot of people would be like, oh, well, fuck the wall, fucking kill it. It's like, no, dude, that's that's some shit that you've never, ever seen. Right. That's some, like, supernatural stuff. Right, right. Like, how do you react to that? And I guess them, like, they froze. They, had never, they hadn't seen it, so they froze. They they knew, they knew about that. Like, they knew about, like, the whole, the whole Skinwalker right. stuff. And, but I guess it's like you see it in front of your eyes. Yeah, you, it just kind of shocks you. You're yeah, just like, I wave. It's like no mama's way. It's a marista winner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's, it's... And uh, he was telling us that, and I was like, "Holy shit, dude! This is super crazy." Right. Like, this is crazy, but um, yeah, that's a story that I was told. Right. Like, damn. You know, I have a. Another short story that I'd like to tell. Um, because we couldn't get an authentic story from somebody for ghosting us. Which is appropriate because it's the paranormal episode. So Being ghosted, you know? <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. So, on the res again. <laughs> um, my uncle and cousin saw a large deer on the side of the road. When they got closer, it hopped over the fence like a bipedal man. One time, driving back from Gallup, which I'm guessing it's here in New Mexico, my dad saw an old Navajo woman walking on the side of the road, and when he slowed down to offer her a ride, she took off into the plains quickly with inhuman speed. Once, when I was a kid, my family was at my aunt's house, which is in a rural, again, I can't say it, secluded area when we were toyed with by a few entities they would make animal noises and we, we looked in the direction from where the noises were coming from what turned on a flashlight on and off the noises would come from all directions in increasingly shorter succession usually when I'm there on the reservation visiting alone late at night I will feel the presence of evil and dread panic and paranoia well will wash all over me and as sudden as it comes and it will leave. You know, I've, I don't blame anyone for not wanting to talk about it and, and anything like that because it's something that just happens and a lot of times there's fears that there could be repercussions or fears of retaliation and things like that if these people know. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for, you know, My understanding too is that if you were able to somehow get the name of that person, the real person that that person was, I guess, 
that is kind of like a demon possession, right? Where if you're able to get the name of that fucking demon, if he's able, if, you, if you're able to get that demon to tell you his name, he will leave the body. Uh, and he's gone. Like, you're able to get rid of the, the demon. Same thing, apparently, is the same case with Skinwalkers. If you're able to give, tell if they're, you know, have them give up their name, that the same thing happens. That they're able to either die or something happens. Yeah. But that's just, you know, things that I've read and, and things like that, that I've saw in interviews and stuff like that. So I don't know how accurate that is either. Yeah, I don't know how, how, I don't know how it is either. But well, from what I've heard is that uh, when, when they go to die, they go to like remote locations, somewhere away from like family to go die. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't want anyone to know that it was that it was them or oh, some shit like yeah. that. So they you want know? to be alone. Yeah. So that's crazy, man. I don't know, man. That's super weird. Yeah. You know what's interesting though is like this does also segue into our next topic. But the thing is that it's named after them. It's called Skinwalker Ranch. Now Skinwalker Ranch basically is it's because supposedly there had been sightings of them as well. But during this time, and this is the time that was probably several years ago, probably like 20 plus years maybe, this person by the name of Bob, Bob Bigelow, he purchased it. And it was out of uh, personal curiosity that he purchased it because he had heard that there was so, so much um, paranormal activity there. Yeah. From all, from the whole spectrum, dude. Yeah, yeah. Everything happened there. Like, that was, like, you go from skinwalkers to flying orbs to UFOs. Portals opening. Yes. Um, like, anything um, there. Weird creatures. Um, oh, black-eyed just, kids. Everything. Yeah, everything. everything fucking shadow figures. Everything. They saw, they saw all kinds of things there. Yeah. And what was interesting is, like, it was always one step ahead of them. Like, they couldn't control anything. Like, they tried... The funniest thing is, like, they set up observational decks that are about two or three of them on the whole ranch. And on the observation decks they built, they would put a fence around it, sometimes with cows, sometimes with dogs and stuff like that. Because they wanted to use the dogs as biosensors just to see, if, like, what would happen. Is like, is the dog freaking out? Something may be close to us. Yeah. You know? And I always thought the same thing about horses because horses could sense things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> And so a lot of things, uh, a lot of little things would happen, right? So at first, like, um, like hammers and uh, tools and things would be like you're about to go get them, and la la la, like let's go get my tools to go work. And then all of a sudden, they're in a whole other part of the fucking ranch, yeah, a yeah. couple hundred yards away, away in another fucking house, or just inside like a fucking barrel or something like that, just placed there randomly and shit like that, right? Um, and so what I liked about Skinwalker Ranch was like, you know, Bob Bigelow made a group. Yeah. He actually made, um, I think it was NIDS, uh, N-I-D-S, and I forgot what it was, but it was basically a group of scientists. Yeah. That yeah. he paid from all over the world to go ahead and, um, you know, basically the, the best of the best kind of scientists from different fields. And they were all, it was funny because they all like didn't tell their actual who would you say like their colleagues 
or their actual employer at that time what they were doing because they didn't want to get fired. They're like, uh, you know, yeah, they, yeah. They, they would get ridiculed. They were in fear of, of, of stuff like that. So they kind of kept it private. They didn't, you know, uh, they didn't want to really tell anybody what, what, um, what they were up to. But Bob Bigelow was very fucking, uh, savvy in terms of that. So he got all kinds of people and, uh, involved in this. And so there is the same people who built those observation decks and they would put up cameras and things like that. Yeah. And all kinds of uh, cool tools and stuff like that that they would use, right? Um, but they always saw, you know, the dogs in those cages, the observation decks, the locks would come out. The wire that would, they would put on the wires to, on the fence so that it wouldn't open would come off. Mm-hmm. The everything, so it was like, okay, now we're being toyed with. Now we're being played with. Um, they continuously saw orbs, red, orange, um, blue orbs, constantly just, just all, all over the fucking place, right? I even think that Ghost Adventures did an episode on it. Yeah. Um, did you just touch me, bro? Um, <laughs> and like, yeah, they had a, they had. Um, a lot of strange occurrences going on there. Um, I think one of the cases was that somebody saw an orb um, and that when they were able to, they actually looked inside of the orb and on the other side was a different sky. <laughs> like a whole other different sky yeah, 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 from the yeah. inside. And they're like, Akabron, is this Earth? What, where, what are we looking into? Countless they, skies, man. Yeah, I, ah, <laughs> glow <laughs> but yeah it was it was really weird like yeah that was a weird situation um now here's the one that i thought is the best one it reminded me i don't even know maybe that fucking nasty ass creature from the afix twin video oh uh, yeah, yeah come yeah. to daddy that yeah. they just screaming at the old woman yeah 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 it reminded me of that creature so basically what happened is some dude is explaining they're observing this on a cliff above, um, across from the ranch. Yeah. They're on, they're still on the property. It's still their property, but it's a cliff. They're on top of this cliff. There's two of them. Two different scientists. They're watching. They see a dull yellow light hovering five, you know, about five feet off the ground. Slowly, it, it opens up three, four, five feet across. It opens up. It becomes, they see something. It becomes almost like a tunnel because they can see something inside. They describe some sort of human-like creature that elbows its way out of the fucking hole. Um, out of the fucking hole. Yeah. No head. Human-shaped, but without a head, they said. And it just fucking ran off into the fucking darkness. It just... Got out, and they said it was about eight, seven to eight feet tall. Holy shit. Okay. A couple seconds later, the thing fucking closes. Like, it just didn't, you know what I mean? And that was one of the most interesting, I think, observations that they had done. I thought. Obviously, there was shadow people, windows, people were, like, always staring. Like, oh, yeah. they always saw people staring inside. Like, that was always a common thing that they saw, which is fucking scary, dude. Like, 
Imagine at night you're just seeing there, you see the silhouette of a fucking alien or not an alien of a fucking well, it could be an alien, right? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, whoever knows us at this point, but they're like looking at you inside. You know? Yeah, dude, that's super fucking whack. Yeah. Now here's a uh, here's a fucking crazy ass other scenario that happened. Uh, they have these two, three. I think it was I think it was two bulls, in a in a corral, and next to the corral was a trailer. That trailer has equipment and tools in it there is no other be- reason for that trailer but that you go in you have to take off a lock and you have to take off a lot of wires and stuff like that because those doors kind of opened up a lot so they had to make sure that it would stay closed right so they put a lock and all that stuff on there oh, yeah yeah i remember that <clears throat> now in the trailer is placed in such a way that it's one of those storage container trailers right that trains carry all the time. Yeah. So there's one side that's the actual door. On the sides of it, the long way, the long way, length way, what is it called? The the side that's the long side, right? They cut a door. And that's actually on the other side of the corral. Yeah. So that they could go in from that side to the trailer and if they needed to get something. But the main door was in the actual corral itself. So if you're looking at the corral, it's all around. The entrance to that trailer is actually there. So you'd actually have to go in the corral, through the through the bulls, and then go in there. Yeah. The bullshit. <laughs> but, so what happened was the two owners at that time were, like, passing by. They saw the two bulls over there. They're cool. All right. A couple hours later, come by. They get home, and they're like, honey... Where are the bulls? <laughs> right? And she's like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And she's like, they're missing. They're gone. And he's like, how the fuck is that possible? So they checked. Nothing was wrong with the corral. Everything was fine. They hear something inside. I Actually, I don't even think they heard anything inside. He just decided to look at the fucking trailer. He opened up. He opened up the, the wire that took off the lock. And sure enough, the two fucking bulls were inside that fucking trailer. And he said that they were, like, in a daze. They were, like, they were just standing confused, you know, just, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And when he shouted at the wife, hey, they're they're inside, they're here, that they snapped out of it. And they just started fucking wailing, kicking everything, like, fucking just going crazy because they were out of that trance. Yeah. And um, they had such a fucking hard time trying to get them out of there. Because they're panicking, you know, claustrophobia maybe, but they're freaking the fuck out. They couldn't get out of there, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that was another weird situation because they said that even if you wanted to get these bulls inside there, that would take you more than a couple of hours to even get them inside there. Because, again, that's why they say people are bullheaded or whatever. They're fucking stubborn. They don't want to go inside there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They're, They're not meant to be in tight spaces anyways. Um so that was a head scratcher. They didn't know how the fuck that was going on. You know what was going on. The interesting part is when they finally called the the, the scientists to go back and investigate the area. That for many hours the whole area was magnetized. The everything in that oh, yeah, area was yeah, super yeah. magnetized yeah. for several hours. So they were like, that was the residue. That was what was left. But they don't know what what did it. Uh, so it was just it was interesting to me. Like, what is going on? You know. Um, Obviously, there was a shitload of cattle mutilations. 
Yeah. I mean, tons of tons and tons and tons and tons of cattle mutilations. Surgically fucking cut and quickly, too. Because when they were marking the, I think it was the, the, the husband and wife, you know how they do the tags in the ears? Yeah, yeah. Um, they went to go do the mom. They did the, the calf. They did the calf on the ear. They went to go look at the, the, the mom. The, and they are going to do the same thing to her ear. When they came back, the calf was completely fucking cut. The whole body was missing. They just left. <clears throat> it was just thrown wide open. The bones were there. Just the bones were the the arms, the spine, and then the two legs. Yeah. Were just left there. Completely fucking stripped of all meat. And they were like, how the fuck did this happen? No blood was anywhere. Mind you, there was no blood thrown anywhere. They checked for it. They were like throwing chemicals to see if they could find anything, any traces of blood, nothing. So they were like, how the fuck did this happen? You know, they speculate that it could have been taken to another part of the ranch or another area and then dismembered and then taken there. But they're saying that it happened in, in about 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like, how's that? You, how you do you? Do no, you can't, you can't do that. be that much of a pro to disassemble all that, you know, a, a, a creature of that size. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like. You can't do that. It's just physically impossible. You know, they did say that heavy machete type things were used to break in and, and, and cut things. And that certain things, they could see how they would use a really sharp instrument because of how how easily the ear was chopped off and how things were, you know, chopped away. But it was something so clean. Yeah, that was the thing. So they they felt that there had been some sort of machine that could have done this. Something that came from somewhere and just chopped it up but it was quite common i mean it was one of those things where you know the whole idea of, of cattle mutilation was very was happened all the time you know they'd always see flight saucers they'd always see weird shit um they had asked uh in fact they had uh, you know they they were talked to the people in the area and a lot of the people in the area would also say that they saw things they would always see things yeah did they see uh, like lights lights and, and for whatever reason it was always light that that it would light up the room or that it would light up the whole area like, like if it was the sun yeah and a lot of weird shit and uh, one of them was weird too of a uh, fucking uh, a case of uh, some spacecraft that came close really close to the tree line and it was like the shape of a refrigerator yeah that guy the scientist calm calm kellner He's like he was like German or something, and uh, he kept saying that it was like it looked like a refrigerator. You could only tell when it was leaving though, the silhouette. He said it looked like a refrigerator shaped. So that's what what strikes me as strange is like, you know, there's people who, you know, and then I guess we could officially move on to the next topic. But let's say for example Bob Lazar, yeah, and that he you know when he was reverse engineering spacecrafts when he was at S four, yeah. Um, that whole idea of that they thought that there could have been just like we have different cars for different things that there's different spacecrafts for different things um so you know so this thing's shaped like a refrigerator why why are they cigar shaped ones you know they like freud or like something in their mouth you know you want something in your mouth but it's weird anyways or do you are they like saucer shaped yeah you know there's all kinds of weird shaped spacecrafts out there uh 
It's like for whatever reason, our military would have different shaped, like exactly airplanes, jets, yeah, like stealth, fucking yeah. And also, coincidentally, that's also the same time you know when Bob Lazar was working on that shit that we started getting that thing with stealth bombers and all that shit too. Yeah, but you know, with Bob, with Bob was a, a crazy situation of of potentially. I mean, they tried to ruin his life. They tried to ruin his career because he went public. The funniest thing about him, though, is the only reason he went public is because they had recorded his wife. They, you know, I, I mean, I guess everybody gets phone tapped. If you're going to be working on base, S4, and it wasn't Area 51, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. Um, if you're going to be working for them, they're going to tap your phone. And I, yeah, think, yeah. I, I think that's a given. I think, yeah. And as smart as he is... He was a dumbass too. Yeah, and his the whole uh, you know, confidentiality and as confidential that stuff is. Yeah, it's expected. Yeah. So they told him, and they were they were concerned because they don't know how his well being is going to be mentally, because they found out through the taps that his wife is cheating on him. Yeah. So they're like, this could compromise your work here with us because of your mental health. We need to tell you. We didn't know how you're going to fucking react. And we didn't know how you're, how you're going to behave. So he's like, holy shit, these guys are monitoring me. He's like, he's all freaking out. Like, they're they're watching me. They're watching me. You know, he's all freaking out. Uh, so he decides to go public because he's like, fuck this. I don't want them to hurt me. If I go public and they hurt me, they'll know that's the truth. It was them that did it and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. There'll be some full-blown investigation. Yeah, right. Probably nothing would happen. But... He went public with it. He went public with all the information that he knew. Well, what did he know? He was working on a spacecraft that dealt with uh, some sort of anti... Uh, was The propulsion system was some sort of anti-gravity... Like anti-matter type. Uh-huh. Yeah. That would push without, for example... You know, let's say, for example, car. It shoots back so that it can go forward... For example, a gun. You know what I mean? There's a kickback. There's always a kickback. This didn't have anything. That means it could have gone in any direction as it pleased without there being it, without slowdown. Which is what you see all the time. When you see, was it uh, Commander Fravor or whatever his name is? Uh, when they're like uh, following this fucking uh, UFO for a long time. And like yeah. it was just just like outmaneuvering them like crazy, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, but so he was reverse engineering. He was trying to figure out well, well, what this propulsion system how it worked, whatever. He found out that it worked with element one fifteen, right? Yeah. So that was the 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 fuel basically that they would use to make for that, and that it was made a certain way that it had to be made it exactly in this certain manner for it to work, or else it would not work. So. When he went, he came out with this whole um, story. He, he went out, he started talking to the journalist George Knapp. Yeah. And George Knapp was like, I don't fucking believe you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, look, you don't got to believe me. This is what happened. Anyways, they made a whole movie on it. It's called Bob Lazar. It's on Netflix. Fucking crazy interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what's awesome to me is like, you know, Throughout the years, he was 
he was being redeemed because they officially 2013 2014 they officially the government officially said yeah element uh 115 or whatever is real yeah it's real uh our bad like whatever like everything that he had been saying came true yeah yeah every yeah. fucking thing came true and so i was like man you know, when they first investigated, people were, like, trying to figure out who this guy was. Who was Bob Lazar? Well, they got to the point where none of the colleges were, like, we, they did not acknowledge that he went, went to their school. He didn't come to this school. He didn't come to this school. In fact, they're, like, he didn't even work on our base in Los Alamos or whatever. Yeah. Like, he didn't work with us. But he had a phone book to prove it. There was news clippings to prove everything. You know what I mean? So, like, he was able to prove all these things uh, that he did and whatever. They just didn't... They just didn't... What do you call it? They just... I don't know. The government was offering him the... Whoever yeah. it was, whatever agency that it was, was out to get him and make sure that he did not have a career anymore after this. Yeah, yeah. They, they tried to bring him down hard. Yeah. They, they really tried to bring it down hard because I think he... Did he take the Element 150? Um, he never said yes. He never said no. Yeah, but that was the whole and, thing. And they actually... Um, when he was talking about it with that guy, the Corbell guy, which again, another diva. I fucking hate his way, the way he makes movies. I fucking hate the way he makes movies, dude. He does a... He talks too much. Anyways, um, that whole Bob Lazar thing... He asked him, did you take it with you? The next day, he was raided by the fucking FBI. Yeah. I feel like Corbella needs to shut the fuck up sometimes. Because he was all like... They had their phones already with them when he asked that. And yeah, then he's like, yeah. let's throw our phones over there. After he asked. Like, come on, dude. Like, you're fucking stupid. They already heard you. Whatever yeah. it is, they, if they want to hear you, they're going to fucking hear you. They're going to hear you, man. That guy's a joke, to be honest. I, I can't... Well, no, but first of all, no one liked him when he was on the Rogan podcast. Him and uh, Bob Lazar, Jeremy Corbell. Yeah. When they were guests on Rogan's podcast, they were talking so much shit about him. Because he was, he was like... He kept interrupting and, and just, you know... Yeah, it's like, dude, like, let him say his piece. Like let him say his story. Like, yeah, you're you're nothing here. You're just you're you're the guy that's documenting, and you want to interject yourself right. into this. Like, you can be something. Like, dude, no, yeah, man. Yeah. If you're about if you're about it, you're gonna let this person talk, right? And say what they have to say. Mm -hmm. But that's besides the fact. Um, yeah. So it goes like. Uh, that other documentary that we had watched. Um, yes, on Prime. Yeah, the acknowledged or un un unacknowledged. unacknowledged, unacknowledged. That one's super wild. Yeah, super wild. I really enjoyed that one. Man, it just it makes you question everything. So, when it goes, <laughs> that one that one went deep, dude. Yeah, it was one, super deep. Like that one goes deep, and it goes all the way to like the Kennedy assassination, for a reason. That a lot of these guys didn't want a lot of the stuff to be made public or for it to get passed by presidents, and they just basically didn't want to disclose any information to anybody. 
Yeah. But to the lengths and how far they went to not want to allow this information to get out that people had to fucking die. And yeah. people were fucking killed. And, you know, some of them say that the whole reason Kennedy was assassinated was because he was knowing he was getting to know a little too much of what they were doing as sort of the whole um what is it like well the space race or what? yeah that whole uh alien mm-hmm. stuff and it's like you know too much so that to eliminate him well you know what was even crazier is killing Marilyn Monroe and not she didn't OD but she was sleeping with both Kennedys yeah and that they brought her along on some sort of trip and she knew yeah something about it could have been Area 51 or something like that but they brought her along and then her knowing too much and the fact that they were like look Marilyn we we can't be getting too hot because people are going to obviously know that we're having an affair. Yeah. So they told her, cool your engines. You can't see us anymore. You know? And so her got, get all, you know, being, being all fucking like, oh my God, why don't they want to see me anymore? Like she got all fucking, um, she became all diva and she was like, well, if you don't want to hang out with me or if you don't want to see me anymore, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell what I saw. And then the next thing you know, she's supposedly overdosed or whatever. Yeah. And again, these sound like they're fucking conspiracy theories. God damn it. It's like, we need but, another shot. But we're not. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, yeah let's take a shot Cheers. before we keep going. Woo. Yup. Anyway. Okay. So, just the idea of how far it goes into the government, where even, like, presidents are not allowed to know. I don't even think the Secretary of Defense is allowed to know. Yeah. It goes deeper than that. It goes into, like, a secret, some sort of uh, department that no one really knows who's in it and, and, and how far it goes, you know what I mean? And that's it's so crazy that it, it's so secretive that it's kept away from the president and it's kept away from like um, Secretary of Defense stuff like that that they you can't even say anything because not even they know. So if you're in on it and you say something, they have there no one knows about it. So no one else is gonna back you up. Like, that's how deep it goes. I mean, I highly recommend everyone watch Unacknowledged. It's it's free. It's on Prime. Yeah, you can and, also watch... It's also available on Hulu. Okay. The whole idea, the whole story, it does take you off, like... It goes off the rails, man. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, like, they talk about, like, stories how uh, the Air Force... Um, Something comes in their radar, mm-hmm. and they have it on their radar for about an hour or so, and then uh, they go after it, yeah. and then you just lose sight of it. And uh, there's uh, who who is it? Oh, I don't know exactly who it is, but it's a guy that's in. in he was said he was in the air force, and 
He's like, I got a bogey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they go off after, it and then it's just like they completely lose it. Yeah, I, and 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 there were situations in in was it in the UK or in England, I believe, or even in Germany. Yeah. Where the American Air Force was there. Yeah. And that they couldn't talk about it. Yeah, and they they tell them like, uh, don't ever speak of this. Yes, that that situation. That's because nice. we will get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And how many instances does that does that happen? Like you start to think, like, yo, how many times have they seen this? How many times have they encountered yeah, these sort of uh, these spacecrafts? Bob Lazar said it like that they had one, and he was trying to figure out yeah. all yeah. of this. And then you hear all these different stories, and you're like, yo, dude, like, yeah. How does this not connect? You know, and the idea that when he was talking about just going back with Bob Lazar and the specific aircraft that he was working on, spacecraft, the the seats, uh, the, the that they were so small. Oh, they were so small, and yeah. And what was so funny is, like, I was listening to them talking about it with Rogan and, and Bob Lazar, and they were talking about how, you know, do, you know, are they, like, AI? Are they robots? You know, because when they see when when they people's accounts of aliens and the way they look, they always seem to look the same. Yeah, scrawny, skinny, big ass head, big eyes, things like that. And so they're wondering. You know, there's no reproductive organs on them. They don't have wieners. They don't have JJs. They don't have anything going on. They're not. So you have to think about this like that. So they're there for a certain thing, and it's not for fucking. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like. Okay, what's their mission then? What are they trying to do? Are they trying to obtain data? Are they trying to, you know, what are they, what kind of data are they trying to obtain? Yeah. And this, this whole situation, oh, that, that just kind of blew my mind. I was like, dude, I never thought about it. They don't have reproductive organs. So that kind of shows you what they're there for instead. What else are they going to do? You know, what, what the, the, basically, what's the idea of their mission and whatnot, you know? What's the, what's the end game, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and for me, I just thought that was wild, you know? But, I mean, there could be. There could be that they are AI, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know that. Officially. Who knows, man? Who knows? Uh, they've, they've said that the government has creatures. Right. I don't know. Uh, that's another episode right there yeah dude <laughs> well, i don't episode. know man like that's what i'm saying like th- it, it started to sound like we're doing like a whole fucking U- ufo conspiracy theories but we're not we're not trying to be ufo uh, conspiracy we I, I feel like we could go on and on and on mm-hmm. and just keep going on this because yeah. there's so many questions that arise yeah. there's so much that <clears throat> that we could be talking about right now yeah i feel like I think we're good today, I think, you know, in terms of everything that we talked about. Um, you know, I was, the whole alien stuff and, and the whole UFO thing, there's tons and tons. Um, but I think next time we'll talk specifically on certain cases. Yeah, when yeah. It, when it comes to that, because there's just, right now, gener- you know, generally just talking or whatever, it's just, it's really interesting, you know. Um, and then there's another ghost uh, I guess, I guess you call it like a ghost, poultry guys situation that happened. Uh, 
in a theater. And I'll talk about that one later. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, God damn, man, we have almost three hours right here. Dude, yeah. for real. But like, we could go on and on. I know, that's what I'm we saying. We could go on and on. Yeah. Uh, but like the thing is like whoever's listening right now, like, um, we would highly encourage, mm-hmm. uh, encourage, uh, people to reach out and let us know like, Hey, any, tell of, us. Yeah. Yeah. Like let us know if you guys, we won't, we won't say names. No. If you want us to, it's fine. Yeah. We'll, we'll credit, we'll credit those people. If they want us to, but if they're like not not comfortable with it, we won't we won't credit anything. But but let us let us know. Let you know. Uh, email you. Can they? Uh, I'm sure they could message you on Instagram or yeah, or so, Facebook or anything. So it's on uh, Instagram. It's that underscore metal underscore podcast. Yeah. Um, email that metal podcast one at gmail.com. And you know they could they could find us on Facebook at just that metal podcast. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, we have, you know, we would love to hear everyone else's stories, because, again, I'm never gonna say I don't believe you. Yeah. Because no. who the fuck am I to not believe you? If you tell me you saw something, I believe you, dude. You saw it, man. Because at the end of the day, you believe what you saw. What is it going to hurt me to say I don't... To say, you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to hurt me. Like, what, what do I gain out of trying to discredit what you're exactly. telling me? Exactly. Nothing. Exactly. You experienced it. Yeah. That's why I hate the fucking movies. When they're like, oh, I saw something I experienced. The, the girl, the wife or the husband saw something. And the other spouse is like, ah, you're seeing things. Ah, it's this. Or it could be the weather. Or it's whatever. And it's like, no, motherfucker. Listen to them. Like. That's why you're yeah. always in the doghouse because yeah, you never yeah, listen to her. Yeah, yeah, for real. You know, she said something. Fucking believe her, dude. You know. Anyways. Yeah, uh, but we we encourage that. We mm-hmm. encourage that that input. If uh, anyone has any stories, anyone has any sort of like uh, encounters or anything, we're not gonna judge anyone. Is we're taking it in and we're. We're going to talk about it. Also, this is our first episode on this. So don't fucking add us right away and be like, you guys are fucking stupid. Uh, You got this wrong. Um, It was, you know, some fucking minute detail. Like, give me a fucking break, dude. All right. (laughs) So this is our first one. We kind of wanted to get our feet wet on this and want to talk about it. And then we'll get into specific cases and actual details so. yeah 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 so like don't, don't like bust our balls yeah dude. like we said it like we said at the beginning we're not we're not uh professionals on this we're, we're the average person we're just like everyone else and we're metalheads yeah we we, we we listen to music and these are things that fascinate us too right um we're just like everyone else if you're more if you looked more into it than we did then let us know like yeah. hey look if you have more to tell, then fucking contact yeah. us. If you have more to say, then please educate us and let us know. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. you know, let us know in the right way. Yeah, we'll have a Zoom meeting. We'll record it. We'll do an episode like that or whatever. That'd be cool. I don't mind. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, if, if there's people that have stories, I'm sure we could make an episode where like, hey, we're going to have 
this person is gonna tell us a story. Thank you so much for telling us your story, and we'll add it to the podcast. Yeah, dude, I'm down. I'm down. However, I think we are done today. Yeah. We got uh, some beers and some wings calling us. And we're going to call it a day. So, I'm Wolfman Dave. And I am the Guap Diego. Buy the ticket. Take the ride. See ya. Balls and wieners. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.